0: Three, two, one, roll. That's right. It's another fun-filled adventure of the Cleveland Moto Podcast, coming to you live in audio and terrible video. And it looks like we've all got our cocktails, our libations, whatever those basions might be, whatever basions you rely on, um, or pharmaceuticals, or other adaptive chemicals that we use to make ourselves more interesting and... Uh, <laughs> loquacious uh so yeah this is uh today we'd like to inform our listeners that cleveland was struck by a fucking monsoon today um i saw i believe outside of nick's house i saw a giant rubber duck with about eight people on it yeah (laughs) (laughs) how you doing over there nick (laughs) it's it's wet jesus christ man did you activate all the bilge pumps Uh, They're working normally. Um, No uh, sump pump issues yet, but Mm -hmm. when there is, I will be freaking out. Do you have an alarm or anything on that? No. No, I don't. Just just free balling it. Yep. Yeah, we have a sump pump in the basement too, but... Three quarters of our basement walls have been hit with the B dry system. And that really does work well. The one wall that we have not yet done has officially fucked us. And so now we we get a lot of water in and I'm certain we'll be getting some, but we've got sandbags set up in the basement to sort of divert it all down into the uh, floor drain. We had uh, our house was water, uh, Ohio state waterproof before we bought it.
1: Mm-hmm. Some, you know, now going on 20 some years ago, and the, it's the original sump pump, yeah. but I never have a problem knowing when it's running or not, because when it kicks on, you hear it going, Grrr. Does it kick I, out I in your backyard? I hook up a secondary pump, but I haven't got to that. Does it kick out in your backyard? Uh, no. Uh, all of our drains go into the regular drain. Mm-hmm. So that was a problem that I had when our, our regular plumbing pl- blocked up and the sump pump would kick on it was coming into the basement and i'm like what the fuck i thought it went into a rainwater system right. but yeah. in my house all the downspouts everything is tied into the main sewer line and goes into the sewage system you better not tell anybody that because they'll make you separate them <laughs> <laughs> yeah they will you're, the, you're not the sewage police are you
2: <laughs> no i'm just telling, I'm warning you they'll make you they'll come in and make you it, and it's mm-hmm. like five
1: to ten thousand
0: bucks to do that they did our whole street they made our whole street do that so yeah
1: well I mean probably what I would end up doing is just blocking off my downspouts and running them out into the yard is yeah. that, that's also acceptable you have to pour yep. concrete down your down a fucking hole yeah. but you know I'd put a can or something yeah like, exactly. <laughs>
0: Um, my sump pump goes out into the backyard. It's pretty funny. It, sh- it shoots out into the backyard about 70 feet or so. And uh, then it, it's designed to basically come up in the flower beds, right? And I just thought it'd be hilarious to take that little two-inch PVC pipe and put a 90 on it and put some kind of a bird fountain or something back there so that when <laughs> our uh, sump pump kicks on, we can have a little majesty in the backyard.
3: I
4: had an issue with my sump pump this past winter where it, I, my mine also exits through the
0: backyard through like a... Two-inch PVC pipe, yeah, but it was uh, the pipe was dipping down a little bit, and so yeah. water was collecting and freezing. Oh, and shit. when I found out about that, I would pour hot water over the outside yeah. of the pipe, and then eventually the uh, this just two-foot-long plug of ice shot out that pipe all the way across my yard. <laughs> I never underestimate the power of fluid pressure. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> hydraulics, hydraulics, yay! Um, so, um, interesting question for Cleveland natives um, as you're driving down of uh, Interstate 480 on the south side you'll see uh, Malley's Chocolates Okay. And right. Mally's Chocolates has three towers, one what says milk, one what says sugar, and one what corn says syrup. Co- <laughs> one is
1: milk product, corn syrup, <laughs>
0: and the other is fucking who knows. <laughs> so here's a question for all of our, our, our people. Who who would like to guess how much of each product is in each one of those tall you know 40 foot or 50 foot tall towers anyone
2: zero I'd say zero milk yeah a lot of sugar <laughs> maybe a very little chocolate because they should have one that says wax.
0: Well, (laughs) as it turns out, you guys are smarter than the average Clevelander by a good degree. So it turns out that Clevelanders, by and large, over 98% of Clevelanders, when asked, did believe that those tall vessels did contain milk, sugar, and cocoa, as the founder of Mally's, Adele, would like to have you believe. Um, But in fact, they are all fucking empty. And it's just the idea is to give you the idea that it's wholesome and therefore it contains just milk, sugar and cocoa. It is a recycling of very, very large, very, very tall, like 60 foot tall tanks. And uh, that's what it is. And those are completely empty. There is nothing in any of them. They are just bolted to concrete pads. Were they the vestige of a a previous business that was there or they actually brought them in? No, they, they bought them wholesale and they brought them in as props and they erected it so they could get vertical signage without paying for a permit to get a vertical signage billboard. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So there you go. There's absolutely so nothing in those things. They're fucking empty. If you had three tanks outside of your shop, what yes. would they right. say? <laughs> um, it would be an an, an M60A1. I have an M. <laughs> I'd have an M. I'd have an M60 tank. I'd have an M1A1 tank, and I'd have a Russian uh, T55 tank. Those are the three tanks I'd have out in front of my business.
4: I thought you'd have pineapple juice, black strapped rum, and coconut uh, <laughs> cream.
0: <laughs> also, fucking true. That is totally fucking true. And I would just have one valve. <laughs> hey, and
5: how, how about a shout out to to Safan? been mentioned on the national or the national or local news about refusing to open up
1: until right. what do you
5: say August or September until August like yeah that? the yeah. three
1: bars the Spotted Owl, Porco and I, uh, Velvet, Tango Tango Room yeah. Roo.
0: Yeah. so yeah. congratulations to him yeah and for the record if you're ever in Cleveland those are three bars you should absolutely support when they're open uh, and bring your wallet uh, yeah bring your fucking a, wallet That's awesome
1: because, you know, by staying close like that, he's letting his employees go ahead and just collect unemployment and stuff. You know, whereas if he or even brought them back in a, a part time capacity or something like that, it would really kind of fuck them up
0: on that. Yeah, that's exactly it. It really is. It's it's anti gaming the system. The system of opening too early is is there's motivation involved with unemployment money and stuff like that. And you know you have to talk to your staff. You have to talk to your employees and say, do you feel safe coming back? Um, if you don't feel safe coming back, then fucking don't come back, man. Well, my um, wife's getting is getting the brunt of that because her
1: dental office opened May first, wow. and her, her doctor went ahead and took the money, the payment, uh, you know, payroll protection loan and everything like that. As part of that, you have to bring back your employees. Duh. So, you know, she's now faced with, you need to come back. She hasn't been given a
0: date yet because John froze. Um, (laughs) so the state for, uh, I'm sorry for the payroll protection plan, the payroll protection plan states that the employees have to be back in service by June 30th. So um, we are getting the payroll protection plan at our shop and we have not laid anybody off. We're still at hundred percent, but if we had to, they would have to be back on the clock by J- June 30th. So there you go. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a really. Uh, it's it's a weird. I mean, it's a very very weird setup on whole. I mean, the whole thing is fucking bizarre. So, yeah, it's a it's a weird deal. So the uh, so kind of your motorcycle shops and stuff like that that you patronize and stuff, if they're open, I would hope that they're doing their best to keep full staff there. I really do. But I know of many motorcycle shops right now that I'm talking to on a daily basis that are fucking suffering, and because and it's because you know some of the some are in pennsylvania some of them are in michigan where their law has stated that they are not an essential business and they are not allowed to be open doing what i do so um, you know as we are super fucking busy a lot of people are super not fucking busy and um in our business is different. Our business is totally different than it used to be. We are selling some stuff and we're working on some bikes. There's a whole other segment that we're not even dealing with at the moment because our whole showroom is literally locked down except for appointments. I was
1: thinking a little bit about that. Like, you know, things that are gonna be work well are drive through, curbside, open air, and like what you can do to capitalize on that. Like, you know, tomorrow morning, if it's beautiful weather out, half the bikes in the showroom should go outside. Side, mm-hmm. People could look. People could look at them, and you know, it'd be. A safer condition than bringing people all into, into the shop or whatnot. But oh yeah, Phil,
4: well, you must have been a, a game leader because Suzuki just announced that no longer do you have to shop for Suzuki's; we'll bring them to you.
0: That's right. Yeah, and that is and and delivery, delivery, and pickup have been a super important part of what we do right now. And I'm running my ass off. I did uh, 496 miles in the pickup truck on Monday doing pickups and deliveries just in the greater Cleveland area, wow, yeah, that's insane. That's a full day, yeah, it's a full day, and I, I mean, I was on the road from eight o'clock in the morning until about ten o'clock at night, getting bikes to people and from people. And what we're doing on these is like, if you're getting a service done and you're getting like uh, three hundred dollars worth of service, your your pickup or your delivery is free. That's what that's what we're doing to entice people to at least patronize us. I wonder how the car vending machine over there on the east side is doing right now. <laughs> no, know, it's the, nice. It's It's no touch, John. You just go up, you swipe your credit card, and a Buick comes out. I mean, you could probably build something and stack it full of buddies and... <laughs> If I would have done that 20 years ago, I'd be on a boat right now. A really big <laughs> fucking boat. <laughs> it a cruise ship. Would be you'd still awesome. be stuck
4: with the rest of the cruise people. Yeah. <laughs> not, you can't get off, dude. <laughs>
3: I'd be on my own fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
4: it. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Here's somebody's coming. Ballbuster McLovin.
0: Cameron? No, I don't know who this is. Maybe it's our special guest star. Oh, it's Cameron. It's a pinto. Is it a pinto? It is a pinto. Yeah, it's a pinto. I see an orange pinto with a moonroof and uh Goodyear uh Goodyear half inch white wall tires. But yeah. they didn't turn their that, camera or video on yet. That one has the down low gravel guard, you know? So it's got the it's got the square headlights. Boy, that is everything bad you could have gotten a Pinto. Right. <laughs> I like the orange though. Like the, orange the orange is nice. The orange it is looks nice. Looks like and- the interior is either orange or saddle leather tan. I don't know. No, I think that's orange, dude. I think that's an orange interior. I don't know. My buddy. Hey, hey. (laughs) It's Uncle (laughs) Liza. What's going on?
6: How y'all doing?
0: Doing real good. How are you? (laughs) Good. Uh, Let me guess, it's not, it didn't rain for nine and a half hours straight in Santa Cruz?
6: No, but we did have rain once this month. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> I like I like your name that nobody else can see Because we're all sitting here And we, only Phil knew you were coming So I'm like, who the hell's Ballbuster McLovin?
1: <laughs> it all makes sense now yeah. <laughs> So
0: how are you,
6: Liza? Good About time you let me on one of these things
0: We were stealing all the members of your podcast I was uh, I
6: know
3: <laughs> I
0: was just I was about I was like I was trying to, I was literally last week, I was thinking about stealing Henry <laughs> and, I was just, and, and we had, we had real topics and shit to do last week. So it worked out the, uh, uh, one of the craziest things. And I mean, this is, this is this, the era that we're in. I mean, this, this is the game. Okay. How many guys went and rode their motorcycles? Um, for our group last week, great raise, raise your hands. That's the best way. Did anybody else go out for a ride, a group ride last week? Somebody
4: else. I think, wait, no. Oh, Smith,
1: right?
0: Yeah. yeah, maybe it was the romantic. I think that was two weeks
1: ago.
4: No, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so,
0: did anybody go out ride last week? Yeah, I did. You did? Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been riding shit all week long in horrible fucking weather. It's been cold, rainy, and Sucks, shitty. Bitch. It's just suck weather. But we've got so many bikes in the service department, like thirty, forty bikes in the service department, and the only way to get them out is for me to test ride them and and give them a pass or send them back in the service department for more work. And so I've had to do a lot of weird fucking riding and a lot of weird fucking bikes too. BMW K 1200 LT 1999. nine. Don't
1: I do not like that bike. No, like, They're like their touring bike, like the two up kind of thing with bags, it's like and
0: an and 860 like pound German mm-hmm. golden. Yeah. Right. But except the center of gravity is way higher. The center of gravity is way higher and your handlebars are four feet back from the the steering point. It's more like a tiller. It is more like a tiller. Um, it is it because of the telelever suspension and, uh, 61,000 miles in a 20 year old bike is that maybe it might be a 2001, this bike is awful. I mean, it's just not a good motorcycle. And if it was a good motorcycle, it was a good motorcycle 18 years ago. And it's had 18 years to forget how to be a good motorcycle. If you have a chance to buy one of these and both the ABS lights aren't flashing all the time, don't buy it. <laughs> you should not buy that bike. That's, that's, it, BMWs should never be that old unless they're like an R75. Right.
1: Eliza, when you were stirring your food there, and I saw your head kind of shaking like this, I was afraid to ask you what you were doing.
3: <laughs>
1: okay, that that explains it. Eating quiet food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know no chips. Do
6: yeah. No, I and I had the K seventy five RT. Yeah. Loved that.
0: Right. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. And and that being said, it it was one of the greatest bikes in the world that today is worth twenty one hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. So, so uh, for anybody that like, may be listening to this podcast and doesn't know who Liza is,
1: who is Liza? Hey,
6: everyone. It's Liza.
1: <laughs> and to my left, we have Liza. <laughs> and, and you are from?
6: Motorcycles and Misfits podcast in sunny Santa Cruz, California, just to prove it. Yep, it's oh. sunny out there. Yeah, ah, ah, yeah I know. That's ah. called the sun, guys.
5: You didn't have to do that.
6: <laughs> it's, uh, I'm
3: burning! It took
0: one second. <laughs> oh, yeah. The uh, I would take my pants down, but we'd be demonetized.
3: The <laughs> there's a-
6: actually true story two shows ago, which I recorded Zoom,
3: mm-hmm.
6: Jim had no pants on the entire I time. I know the it's entire not time,
1: surprising. That's not surprising.
6: How was his
0: microphone? <laughs> 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 we-, we know he was naked, but how did he sound? <laughs> Wouldn't
4: you be surprised if the Patreon jumped by 20 grand because people felt sorry? Maybe you should take your pants
0: off. Oh, my God, that's true.
6: Well, the funny thing is he did it for a bit that I ended up cutting out of the show because we ran out of time. So he stood there with no pants on in his backyard for two hours waiting for the bit. Are you fucking kidding
3: me?
5: (laughs) Well, let's hear the bit now.
6: (laughs) We were going to do a thing on cool tools. And he had a tool ready to go. Uh-huh. I can
5: imagine.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so you can say from- that you're a bit of a bit tease. <laughs>
6: <laughs> exactly.
0: The picture from uh, AMA Vintage Days where naked Jim tackled me
3: mm-hmm. after we had
0: mm-hmm. been after we'd been chromed. Uh, it's been edited, so that picture's out in mm-hmm. the internet. But I have cr- I have cropped the living dick out of it, <laughs> and <laughs>
3: it was so We're to close. speak.
0: Yeah, it was one of those pictures because in its native format, it is exceptionally, exceptionally Camaro. And it's, it's one of those things that would keep both of us out of office forever. <laughs> That's okay, I'd still vote for you. Yeah, well, and it's also, it's not just the fact that his fucking mushroom cap is in it, it's that the look of overwhelming joy on our faces is just like, we're both totally okay with this. And un- unambiguously gay duo. <laughs> exactly. It's okay, it's going to get weird, but we like that.
6: Only made weird by the silver spray paint on your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Hey, yeah, so that was the only thing out of place. <laughs> now, Liza Liza recently has become the um well, the caretaker of several of the evil Knievel stunt cycles.
3: <laughs> yes. And
0: um, if you haven't had a chance, if you can go back in time to 1974 or so 75, um, you have this thing that you just grind up and you and when you stop grinding it, evil Knievel would fuck off across your living room on a, a little, you know, Harley Davidson uh, motorcycle. And it was fucking cool. And it was nearly indestructible. And, and motherfucker, it was as tough as evil can evil. And uh, we made one jump a buddy scooter. So, we have video of an evil Knievel stunt cycle totally fucking clearing a buddy scooter. But what happened is at my shop, anytime somebody gets a new toy, they have to fucking do some like performance mods to it. So, prepare yourself for very big things coming out of Cleveland Moto with the evil Knievel stunt cycle. Oh,
6: game on, son. Game on. <laughs> did you see the video that we did? Yes, I did. Where he jumped a fire pit and fire a mini bike into yeah. a pool of flames.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I'm I'm very unhappy that our landing for Evil Knievel did not go so well because he cleared the entire buddy scooter, not in the low part, not the floorboards, the fucking handlebars. And he cleared it beautifully, but the landing was right into our air compressor. <laughs> and uh and yeah, that's why one of his exhaust tips is totally broken off now. Yeah, all the sacrificial, all the sacrificial parts are falling off.
6: The funny thing is, you know how... um... They say, like, if you haven't ridden a bike in a long time, it's something you just, you know how to do and you can get right. back on. Yeah. While grinding that evil can evil toy and, and knowing how not to get the slippage and how not to scrape your knuckles and how to align it, like, it all came back to me from when I was, like, seven years old. It was just immediate. It was so awesome. If
0: you don't have one of these, this is a bald-faced fucking shill for the California toy company that pulled this shit off. It is truly joy in a box this big. It, it is heaven. It, it When you open it, it, when it arrived at my shop last week, I, I couldn't resist. I got the fucker out. It takes five seconds to assemble because it's literally click and then assemble Evil Knievel with his poorly shaped helmet, put it on his fucking skull and crank the shit out of it and aside from the rear tires rubber being a bit too hard like the rubber compound if i remember mine as a kid the rubber compound was really grippy like Mm -hmm. you could dig your thumbnail into it this thing spends most of its life just fucking not hooking up so it's like gyroscopic motion and like one percent traction what we a sticky Mickey that, on it! Now. So you've just been cranking the you just been cranking the shit
1: out of it ever since you got it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing
6: you get one arm one forearm is bigger than the other now.
1: Biggity giggity. Yeah. Okay.
4: <laughs> Do you think there's a market for aftermarket parts? I I think there's a market for using giant drones that are no longer flying and their brushless motors to make it so that we can put it. Down. Point six volt, uh, six us battery to drive that rear wheel and make the thing go 194 miles an hour.
0: When it takes off, it takes off at 4,000 scale miles per hour,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like a zero. Yeah, exactly. It's so fucking fun. It's dopey fun.
3: Uh,
0: It's it's absolutely silly. Uh, So today I reached out to uh, the folks at AMA uh, regarding Mid Ohio. So um, I I know that Mid Ohio is something we all care about. Um, If nobody has attended, have gone to the AMA Vintage Days Middle or the Mid Ohio Facebook page, you should. It's degraded into a range war of. We're going to have Mid-Ohio, whether or not you want to, and if it, you can stay home with all the other scared people, but we're going to be there having a good time, and we didn't want any party poopers here anyway. So it's gotten that bad that people are literally using Mid-Ohio as a political statement. Oh, no.
6: This is yeah. hard for me, Phil, because, I mean, I think you may feel the same way. If you could only go to one event all year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is it. Totally. This is it.
0: Mid-Ohio is the shit. I mean. Exactly.
1: uh, I had this conversation with Bruce today about it. You know, he's like, they're still having Mid-Ohio. Are you going? And I'm like, no. And then, you know, then I was like, well, maybe. I don't know. I'll, I'll decide that weekend, you know. Fuck it yeah I mean, could you do it probably i mean somehow you could be real careful and you might be able to do it it's a you know he's saying it's open air i'm like yeah but you know i don't know well yeah. i mean i think if we so like last
4: year when we had when phil had the camper up at the top of the hill Besides mm-hmm. like almost hugging each other every night, if we just kind of distance, I, I didn't touch or get near anybody, really. You know, you're riding your bike, you're riding around, you're just watching stuff like, you know, maybe avoid the mud pits in the feces area down in the, the you know, party section and not.
1: We, we identified the swap meet is very difficult to navigate without, you know, I mean, you're within uh, breath distance of a
0: lot of people that's true that's true yeah that's absolutely true
1: unless you can wear a mask you can wear a mask and but you know nobody else is gonna gonna wear a mask Yeah. yeah
6: well and think about just like condiments for like your food are like you going to yep. get some fries don't we touch agree. the ketchup
1: we already agreed don't we, already agree. we, we, we wouldn't go get breakfast sandwiches we wouldn't go to any of the fucking stands what's right, the pretty much hang, I mean I could probably just fucking hang out at my campsite and sit there and fucking drink beers mm. all by myself and just watch the fucking world go by and be pretty happy that's true uh, I think
2: next year is going to be really good because you'll be able to buy half these bikes from the estate sales
0: yep so if you guys want to take a look real quick, uh, this is coming up. Uh, you guys will be able to look it. So, you know, Jim. Uh, Jim's a fantastic guy. Jim Witters, uh, absolutely amazing human being. He's the managing editor at uh, American Motorcyclists Association. I mean, he's the real deal. And, you know, Jim's always been a fantastically straight shooter. And this is the kind of thing that there's a lot of confusion right now because the registration for uh, AMA Vintage Motorcycle Days is open all right so the registration is absolutely open and there is going to be you know right now as it stands they are saying that there will be competition at that you know at that venue and so they are there and they are literally they're they're taking you know they're taking money they're taking registration for the event and you know there's going to be Weira events happening there um, there's going to be the racing classes and all that's there but the one thing thing that I know that everybody is really, really worried about and is really concerned about is the swap meet, right?
1: There was a line in there about the COVID restrictions. Yes. I don't know if you, yeah, I, I didn't get to read that, but.
0: Yeah, and I did, and what it says, and what I think this is, is this is somebody being very careful and saying that they will abide by whatever decision is made by the governor of the state of Ohio regarding group <laughs> gatherings sure. at the time of the event. Yeah. Well, what has he got to lose, really? You know, he's, this is his, his business. He's
5: trying to sell tickets, collect the money, see how it plays out. It's better to have it on the books and then cancel it at the last minute and then tell people you don't have any way to refund their money other than saying, hey, we're just canceled right now. So he's got really nothing to lose.
1: Yeah, so- Bruce was like, well, I already paid for my campsite, so I'll be paid for next year. I'm like, I'm not sure it's going to work that way, bro. i don't think Think, so
6: think about this too um i mean ama they have deposits down themselves what's it what's their deposit down for mid-ohio
0: right what did they pay to rent the course
6: and for all the tents and everything that they use so they've got money down they are not going to get a refund unless the the state or the governor says you can't do it, right. so they will not be eligible, so, which may be why they're going forward because they're in the hole,
5: right? And, and where it's really gonna the rubber is gonna mean road is if people either do show up and they can make their nut, or people don't show up and they're left holding the bag.
0: That's true. The, uh, it's a very tough time right now. And one of the things, so uh, recently, you know, I had, I always get tickets for punk rock bowling. It's a major event. It happens in Vegas and it happens, you know, at this time of the year. And what they had done that I thought was a very interesting thing is they had initially said that the, the event was postponed until October. Raise your hand if you've heard about any events being postponed until October. I mean, October is officially the month that everyone is saying because it's so far out in the future that we don't really need to fucking deal with it right now. And we can say that it's being postponed until then. But we're getting closer and closer to October right now. And October still only has 31 days in it. And a lot of them are Halloween related. So it's a tough thing to say your events are all going to happen in the month of October when they're all stepping on each other.
2: Well, on the bright side, Georgia opened like May 1st, whatever. And they said that their cases, even though they've tested more, their cases have been dropping precipitously. So Mm -hmm. they're actually, the more people are getting out and the more people are outside and whatever, it appears that that is helping lower the new cases of this COVID-19. no. I'll, I'll
5: I'll say this that uh, Mrs. Smith has uh, delayed all events until October. Also,
0: yeah. Okay. All right. That's I mean that's that's legit. <laughs> <laughs> so in your own particular household, that's going to happen as well. Yeah, and and she
5: says there's only two days in October as far as she's concerned. That is. Yeah, well that's Mrs. Smith. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Two days in October. You're
2: gonna be mowing that grass. Yeah. Well but we'll here's the weird thing. <laughs>
0: Here's here's the weird thing because in this case punk rock bowling has said that the postponement to October has now been postponed till May of twenty twenty one. Now you can't call that a postponement. It's a fucking cancellation because you have it you have an annual event and <laughs> giving up on the 2020 you got to call it a fucking cancellation and give people their money back
3: uh, they must not. have
0: good attorneys <laughs> right <laughs> so well, I, and i might be a little bit
1: choppy because i had to go over to my wi-fi hotspot on my phone but yeah. if that would imply though that since it's a postponement and you've prepaid that you're already paid for the the may event you know one yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, and it's a it's a really really bad scene right now. So with AMA Vintage Days, the here's the the weird thing is, you know, how many years in a row? Nineteen years in a row, I've gotten a booth at this event, right? So there has there hasn't been a time when I didn't get some sort of real estate in the swap meet, and uh, I'm I've certainly haven't paid. I certainly didn't book my spot in the swap meet. And some people I'm, were actually some people were actually offering their spots up for sale. I saw that. I saw that and uh, and and it was at a significant discount. So there were a lot of people that were offering their spots up. Here's my question. I think you guys, if, and this is a giant gold-plated if, if it were to happen, if it were to go on, do you think that you could protect yourself? Do you think that you could do a mid Ohio and do it safely?
6: So, as I said earlier, I don't want to attend to a, I don't want to attend an event with people who are willing to attend an event.
1: Very, very nicely said. Very nicely said. That's good. It is. It's. It's actually well, brilliant. Well, uh, plus from your perspective, you would have to fly there, and you wouldn't want to be on a fucking airplane, would you? <laughs> oh
6: oh. i i think at least the airlines are are willing to make an effort to try i'm not sure that every person at vintage days is willing to make that effort
3: um
6: i it's it's it is heartbreaking for me but i i think that it's um i think it's irresponsible to hold an event unless you have the plan in place to be able to provide a safe environment yeah. and let's i mean you talk about that what's needed i mean just for for me to open up the recycled garage that we just opened up and i said hey look you gotta bring your own mask you gotta bring your own gloves they're required and then people show up and they're like hey i got my mask i got my gloves so i'm ready to go where's your uh antibacterial hand soap i need to wash up I'm like what huh <laughs> I'm supposed to supply that for everyone, right? And it's like I realize even just simple things like that. Um, like, am I supposed to be cleaning the bathroom between yeah. a, people? Yep. And you know, and they're like, "Oh, we'll clean the bathroom. Give me you. all of your wipes. You stand. Uh, what? Like, I can't find is these. There really,
1: is there really a difference between antibacterial soap and soap? I mean, uh, most of the guidance has been. Wash your hands with soap. It hasn't said that you have to have antibacterial. And isn't soap in and of itself (laughs) antibacterial? I don't know. Most soap
2: now isn't. The federal government's banned antibacterial soap, soap because it had triclosan in it, and it was getting into the environment. So they've they said that there wasn't good efficacy with using antibacterial soap. So they, they removed it from soap itself i mean maybe the dishwashing liquid and stuff you could still buy with some type of antibacterial but like a dial try to find dial that's got anti antibacterial used to be their thing right
6: yep uh john i think it's like wearing a bandana instead of an n95 mask it's better than nothing
0: okay Here's a here's an interesting thing. When you do consider Mid Ohio, and Mid Ohio veterans will tell you that after your first four or five hours there, you've got a nice crust of dirt there um, to protect you. And if you're in the campsite, you've got a nice crust of like mostly like horse feces or pig shit to protect you as well. And realistically, your body's working so hard to kill the virus and the pig shit that COVID doesn't stand a chance. It's got to wait in line to get to your lungs. What? So. Uh, It's a very weird thing when you think about like the mid-Ohio mindset. We, as a business who has a door that's locked and we have boxes of uh, surgical masks that we give to people for free at our own expense, when they appear to be a vetted enough customer to come in and spend money, we still get tricked a few times and we give them the supplies. We have the hand sanitizer there. I watch where people go in my shop like a fucking hawk. And then when they're gone, I wipe down everything they might've touched or breathed on wrong. Mm-hmm. And I do that for every single fucking customer. It's a giant pain in my ass. And because it's a giant pain in my ass, I'm very selective about who the fuck I let in my store. So that being said, at Mid-Ohio, when we're standing around six feet away from each other, having cocktails, burning some meat, and somebody walks up who just doesn't give a fuck, and I hate to say, it's usually old white men at my store, and it's old white men at my store that show up and go, like, get two inches away from you and are like, hey, I got a fuck. and and, you know and next thing you know you can see diseases coming out of their mouth from the 40s like you got polio COVID's the least of your fucking problems
4: I used to have one of those
1: (laughs) (laughs) but mine was red Let's face it, they can't even suck out the shitters on a regular basis, so I'm not envisioning them having these nice fucking hand sanitizer, fucking wash yourself up
0: sanitization stations, any fucking where. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. And that's not AMA's problem. AMA pays the mid-Ohio race car course so mid ohio is not ama vintage days so ama pays to be there and when those bathrooms which are 19th level of dante's hell disgusting i mean they are just ridiculous by saturday evening why the shit? why can't they clean those out and keep them in a humanitarian, like, at least an anti... Come on. It was a volcano. The poo was coming over the top of the toilet seat by about a good foot and a half. It's not even comical how bad that shit is.
6: I had a shit like my cat in a litter box. Just hover
1: over it. Well, for example, you know, when you talk about your camping, well, like, state parks and private campgrounds are opening up, but only to fully self-contained campers because... The bathrooms and everything else and facilities are all shut down because those are communal places. Right.
6: So I can tell you for me, the the reason I love going to AMA Vintage Days, besides hanging out with you wonderful folks, (laughs) is all the rest of the wonderful people. I love meeting people and talking to people, handing people a beer, trying out their bike, looking at their stuff in their booth just making friends and conversations this is not conducive to that this is the like I know I'm wearing a pool noodle hat and I look weird but really I'm nice you know
3: yeah
6: Um, that kind of destroys the whole magic for me Mm mm-hmm
2: yeah. It's not going to be anything like it. It's not going to be anything like it ever was. It's right. going to be. There's going to be a group of people that are, are going to be so afraid of everybody else that they're going to go because they want to go. Then there's going to be the people, like you said, the the ones that are doing it just to show the government that they're getting out and doing it. Right. And those are the guys that I don't like because really you wear a mask to protect you. I wear a mask to protect the person in front of me. Not, right. I'm not wearing a mask to protect me. I'm wearing it to protect you. Yeah. And if they don't care about me, then I don't know. I have a problem. kind of have a problem with that. Like if you go out now, you wear a mask. They look at you like you have a third freaking eye.
0: It's uh, it's a weird thing because there's a a certain amount of uh, divisiveness. There's a certain amount of strange analog behavior here. Um, People who are wearing masks are being perceived as being blue and Democrat and liberal and people who are not wearing masks are being perceived as being red and mega and conservative Republican. It's a very strange thing. Our country is very much, Two party left or right. There's no middle anymore to get lost in. And that's unfortunate uh, that we're even having a reaction. Like when I see somebody not wearing a mask in Mark's, you know, a shopping center, that's a uh, shopping store, grocery store. That's pretty crowded. And I see somebody roaming around with no mask on or with a mask and it's pulled down, you know, under yeah, their yeah. fucking mouth because oh, God, it, it's uncomfortable. Um, you know, I, I now my gut instinct, I'm noticing a feeling of, of like fuck you you know like how about we all just fucking try to work this shit out so even I'm starting to get some very much like fuck you let's play along kind of shit Um, Yeah. well that was like when I went oh I'm sorry go ahead Liza
1: no go ahead and finish well I went to Menards to buy that wood splitter and yeah you know there's security at the front door saying that everybody has to have a mask on and everything and everybody wears the mask in Yeah. then you get in the store and here's here's Joe Schmo walking around talking on his phone with his mask hanging off and these guys got through the door with their mask on now they fucking pull them down when they're walking around the store you know
6: so I was gonna say Phil we talk about what an amazing great event this is they put on a fun event but can we talk about why this event is put on
0: so the the biggest deal with ama vintage days is it's a collection of sanctioned american Motorcyclists association races and then at some point this is kind of crazy but at some point the collection of all these different um endeavors right um we've got motocross we've got uh trials riding, we've got hair scrambles, there's a vintage motorcycle class and we were racing on the racetrack. Um, I know that we'd usually sell it as being a swap meet and a drinking festival, but believe it or not, it's actually there to have many different AMA events um, for championship points going on in many different disciplines at the same time. And the cost of admission generates a huge revenue to help pay for the services that the American Motorcyclist Association provide. I assume I'm making that statement only as an enthusiast having nothing to do with the AMA.
6: And I, I feel guilty kind of dumping on them and saying that it's irresponsible to hold an event because there's a reason that they do it, as opposed to I thought Daytona was very irresponsible, and mm-hmm. if they still go through with Sturgis as is planned, I think that's very irresponsible too. Yeah, they're money making ventures for people. Yeah.
3: It's not it's a a funding
6: organization that helps us and serves us. Right. Okay. So I, I'm conflicted. I am.
4: I think right. if they tried to cancel Sturgis though, you'd have like the Michigan thing of guys showing up right in all their cop wannabe cop gear with all their devices and stuff, being like, No, we're gonna make this happen. You know what I mean? Like
0: uh, You know what? For how many years people went to Daytona? and uh and despite the fact that it created a rash of chlamydia and a chlamydia of rashes <laughs> that has never been seen ever again that we knew all of us that attended Daytona for ages we knew that Daytona was nothing more than uh, you know I talked to people didn't even know there was any racing happening at Daytona they they had no idea they thought it was literally just a fucking biker rally that had no they didn't know the history of it they didn't know the racing behind it they had no fucking idea they just went there to get shit-faced and ride their bikes on the beach back when you could ride your bike on the beach and Sturgis is Sturgis is the same thing it's like okay it's boot hill or you know it's basically a event to show off and drink and maybe we'll see a tit if we're lucky and that's the motivator behind most people going to Sturgis. I don't see that AMA works that way. There's competition at AMA, at Vintage Days. There's also a massive, largest swap meet in America. And it is a huge revenue source for this organization that actually does protect you as a rider. Um, and does offer you can't, a lot. You can't, miss, you can't miss the competition. It is
1: literally all around you. It I is mean, all around motor, you're, you're there. You're Camping in the middle of it. The motocross course is here. You have the trials riding. There's the track. You know, I mean, you can't miss it. You are in it.
6: My favorite is the uh, nine and under two stroke races at 7 a.m.
0: I was gonna say In the
6: campground. <laughs> try to sleep
0: until eight AM at AMA Vintage Days. <laughs>
3: try it.
0: Just just do your best. Put in your fucking earplugs and go to sleep <laughs> under my bus and try to sleep until 8 a.m. You can't do it. Imagine the
1: crowd imagine the crowd of people that's gonna be at the barrel races should they be happening. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like think yeah. about that where it's could be be about 500 people all gather around this little stupid you know bunch of people being stupid right but they're all everybody shoulder to shoulder and pack in and try to see what's going on
6: well not just that to be able to host an event like this for the vendors that are going to pay to be there and show up what kind of um attendance do you think they might get if they still have it half third quarter i say percent yeah so yeah. are the vendors who are paying to be there going to get their money's worth
0: Right. No. Whether you're selling hot dogs or clutch plates, you're not going to have shit compared to what you normally would. Now, but
4: knowing that there's going to be a smaller crowd as a person looking for parts, would it be smart to go down one day with a mask on and goggles and gloves and hit the swap shop and find shit that nobody else is sucking up like they usually are? Mm, Probably not.
1: I I have a feeling that that's going to be halved in two. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's going to. We already said that people are selling off their swap meet spaces, Mm -hmm. so I think this everything's going to be half. So you're not going to. There'll be half as many bikes. There'll be half as many participants. It'll be just a smaller event all around. You can Go with,
6: without Cameron there to buy the ugliest cruiser I've ever seen. No competition <laughs> there, so you got a point.
3: It um, is
4: totally true. <laughs> I have seen on Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist and stuff a lot of bikes that were probably being saved for mid-Ohio are going up for auction or for sale now. Yeah. Like, I've seen a lot of like CT 70s and, and CT 90s and CB everything starting to show up now on the thing because people are realizing well, I'm not going to have my payday. You know, right. me. and that's true. I, a that I was hopefully going to sell, and now it's taking up half my garage doing nothing. And you know, mid Ohio is not happening. That's
0: yeah, right. It's, it is. It's one of those things that you know. Um, I'm just going to throw a picture up. Of this is my spirit of mid Ohio. Um, this is a yeah. This is this is exactly what mid Ohio is. It's making a really bad decision with a milk crate, half a snowboard, some tie down straps, and cigarettes. and you know and that's like that was it like to me that like those silly things like that you know it's not a ramp and all kinds of other horse shit i got that hold on i mean that stuff is all that was mid-ohio for me so and i don't i don't think i want to try to do that until i have a better idea of what we're up against. The last thing I want to do is end up getting something that's going to goddamn near kill me. Liza, I can barely see that. Closer, 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 closer. Oh, there she is. <laughs> exactly. <Right. laughs>
6: I have the same photo. Pull a yeah. knock,
0: right, knock. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's that kind of silly horse shit That's amazing. And it's magical. But um, where's the flaming burnout video? I want to see that one. Oh God, yeah, it, that that's out there, that's on YouTube, I think if you just type in, I don't even know what to type in on that one, that's just, yeah, that, that took
6: teamwork, that really took teamwork, mid-Ohio flaming burnout, <laughs>
0: so that's it, and you know what? Yeah, I, I still I still think it was a great idea and uh, I will always be happy to go back and do more flaming burnouts with the Louvin Moto guys. I, uh, I,
6: I'm not sure that Zach thought it was a great idea as he was sitting behind it on the milk crate on yeah. the Cabrero topless getting pelted by burning rubber.
0: Burning rocks. <laughs> 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 I still think it was beautifully executed and that's exactly how fucked up I was. <laughs> uh,
6: so I, I wanted to bring up though, like I Said, I feel guilty like coming down on them because yeah. there's there is a reason that they do this. I wanted to pose a question to the group: mm-hmm. Is there an alternative? Is can, instead of us just you know bitching about hey you shouldn't right. do it? Does anyone have any ideas of how they can, an alternative, the way that they can raise money?
0: Yeah, I do. Actually, I was thinking about this, Liza, after we spoke about it earlier. I think what Mm -hmm. we should do is a 30,000 participant Zoom call. And uh, we'll have 30,000 people hold up the part that they have for sale.
4: (laughs) You're. here we go. here we go. Wait a minute.
0: Yeah. There we go. That's it. Yeah. I mean. Okay. This is happening.
3: Oh. Oh.
0: oh wait. We have video. Not a ramp. that again. I remember please? that. Not a ramp. That was. That was way too shaky. We had to roll that again.
3: Oh, He's staging. God, He's at full throttle. This is happening.
6: Is, it, is this when he had the beer on his head? Yeah. No. Well, there we go. <laughs> oh,
3: captain, my captain. Yeah.
0: That the is the power
1: crazy. of the evil can evil suit, right?
0: Does he know that you have that video?
1: I don't know. I, have a- I actually I actually sent it to Andrew at one yeah. point. So, okay,
0: right. that. that's a pretty good video. Yeah. The uh, so I mean, that's the kind of stuff, and I, I do see, I, I do see like there, there should be something that, that could offset the event. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah.
6: I have an idea. Yeah. I mean, 30,000 people showing their parts. That was funny, but it gave me an idea. How many people do you think would pay to see Emma's tits?
0: I, I saw them for free.
1: <laughs> 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 I'll, throw a couple, <laughs> I'll throw in a couple bucks just for
0: scientific <laughs> purposes. I mean, it <laughs> like i said she's got the tits of an 18 year old girl and someday that girl's gonna come looking for those tits
3: (laughs) Um,
6: so i mean i had i had one idea because i i feel like they're they're missing the ball right now like i don't know if they just don't know what to do what the alternative is the alternative seems to be we're we're going to postpone to October, which is really another way of saying we need some time to figure this shit yeah, out. It is. Right. Um, the, like one idea that I had was what if all of us podcasters and we get right. all the other podcasters in on it right. and the month of July, we do a drive for AMA membership.
0: I agree. And there's a ton of us. There is a ridiculous number of podcasters since COVID hit and all these guys are hiding in their mom's basement. Ninety three hundred motorcycle podcasts have been born. <laughs> there are six good ones. Hey, I'm just you don't count us
6: of, of, of this of the six of you. Yeah. How many are AMA members? Is there anyone who is not a member of the AMA?
1: I have been.
6: Oh Phil, take what's up with your people, man? Right there. There's your fundraiser
0: look our fucking people are so fucking rebel they're so punk rock they won't belong to your fucking silly ama organization they don't want free towing i got a nipple on chris smith you see that? that's my fucking tight ass i'm legendary fucking cheap you know what people in cleveland don't need somebody to come and pick them up for a fucking tow. they'll fucking walk their bike home six miles to akron in the rain even though
4: like most of his buddies said hey i have a trailer do you need me to go get it?
0: No, no, I'm
4: fine. It's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, raise Love your that. hand. Raise your hand if you walk a Honda Superhawk like an incontinent dog.
3: All right, I'll just put it out there. <laughs>
1: All right, yeah. I'll be obnoxious. If you show me some tits, I'll join the AMA. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sorry. say it had to be yours.
0: <laughs> get it back that kind out. of podcast. All right. I got I get a calendar.
5: i, I I'm that you guys are, that You're for interested this. in? Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah.
0: The, uh,
2: well, there's a boob. There you yeah. go. Uh, I guess you're joining uh, in. You know, there's
1: I a thing called screen it. share. <laughs>
3: I, took,
1: I took
6: that photo yesterday.
1: <laughs> Just so you know. I need proof. I need proof.
2: <laughs> Wait, are those moths moths coming out of your
1: wallet? Wait a minute. <laughs> Damn it! Uh,
2: no,
6: so, so honestly, I mean, uh, for if, if people join the AMA, which I think any—sorry, guys—any responsible biker should, flat out. Unless you have, there are some people who don't agree politically with the <coughs> actions that AMA is taking, and that's fine. If you don't agree with it, okay. You don't have to support it. But other than that, I mean, I think any responsible biker should be. It's like being in a union or something, right? Pay your dues.
2: I join normal. What's that? I join normal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? And you ride a motorcycle way more than you're stoned.
1: So, (laughs) like I said, Eliza, I have joined the AMA. it's just not every year I actually pay my dues.
0: Do you know what's funny is I usually renew my membership when I buy my booth for the AMA vintage days mm-hmm. because I get a discount when I buy my booth for being an AMA member. So that is an interesting thing because not only just paying the gate fee to get into mid-Ohio, you know, create income for AMA, but because I want a discount on my booth space, I pay my membership in full so I can save basically the price of my membership, um, against buying my booth space. So there's that. You know?
3: but let's, let's look at
6: the reach of all of the podcasters. If we all, like I said, month of July, let's say, Hey, do the right thing. Join the AMA. Right. They could get, a few thousand hundreds of
0: dollars yeah hundreds of dollars. thousand
6: memberships
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know i will say this podcasters people who people who do love motorcycles and people who who support the idea um with our patreon i am always amazed at the number of people who will give us 10 bucks a month to not no shit listen to this yeah And to get like some sort of access so they can like send us a, we're going to read one of the text messages here shortly from one of our podcast listeners. And so people that literally do decide to give us some support to keep this bullshit running and uh, to let us pay for stuff that we need to do to keep it going. And it always shocks me that people will do that and step up and be a part of it. But It's it is that kind of a thing that getting a membership to the AMA, I think it would help if people understood that the AMA does keep a lot of off highway access areas available to people who ride dirt bikes and AMA does work really, really hard. It's not just if your bike breaks down, getting a free fucking tow job once a year, you know, um, that's that's not exactly why you do it it's the it's the baseline it's the lowest common denominator why you would do it is because i ride janky ass shit and i'd like to have my bike picked up for free um or nick could have had his bike picked up for free instead he decided to walk because he's a young man he's healthy uh but yeah PSA. you want me to do the psa
1: Yeah. Less than five bucks a year or five bucks a month, just $49 a year. You're set for more, more fun, more trips, more events.
0: There you go. There you go. I mean, that's,
6: it's, yeah. that is that is something that we could do. And here's, here's why. Here's why we should do it. We love AMA Vendiches. So if it doesn't happen this year, they're going to lose money. They're going to be in the hole. What's their budget like for the event next year when it right. comes back? If they do have the event this year, they're going to go in the hole. They're not going to make their money back. What's the budget like for next year? They're screwed either way. That's true. And if we want it to go back to how it is,
3: Yeah,
6: we need to help them out. That's how I see it. Well, the important
1: thing about the AMA is the amount of they they do a lot to try to affect legislation that affects motorcyclists. So that's really the real reason to pay your dues is, you know, not is, you know, because it's going to make life easier as a motorcyclist and help stop prevent things like motorcycle only roadblocks and stuff (laughs) like that. They fight back against a lot of that stuff.
0: Right. In a lot of communities where there's a signpost that says, no motorcycles past this point. And I've been in communities like that. I've been in housing developments like that. Um, years ago, I event, I attended an event at Laguna Seca. And here's this crazy, I mean, we're doing World Superbike at Laguna Seca, and we rented a house, and the house that we rented was in a complex that had a big sign that said no motorcycles past this point. And I was like, that's bullshit. Like, you know, how do you how do you get away with saying, okay, you can have any number of different cars going past this sign, but motorcycles are not allowed past this sign. And I can drive a muscle car fucking dragster up around
1: through the fucking thing with r- ridiculously loud pipes, but I can't right. ride a fucking mini bike. I can't
0: ride a Honda Cub through the fucking sign, past the sign. So, yeah.
6: So, I'm curious if you guys have any other ideas.
0: I do. Um, I was thinking that if we had a thing where if you could show that you had a new AMA membership, that you were part of the solution, um, that if you were at the following year's AMA vintage days or any AMA sanctioned event, you could hug Jim Witters or Serena Van Dyke uh, (laughs) just free. Just give her, like, give, give Serena or Jim a hug and they would have to just like give you a hug back because that's that sort of bond that sort of thing i don't know if you guys saw it but this year uh, or i'm sorry last year at ama vintage days you know the whole luvin moto corner the corner that is luvin moto like i like to call them our neighbors that's a fucking shit show Okay, it's a shit show of the highest order. It's got disco music, it's got fancy lights, it's got a DJ, it's got a fire—well, not a fire pit, a burnout pit. I mean, who doesn't love it? Can be a fire pit (laughs) when I'm there, right? When we know how to bring the fire, but uh, it's fun as fuck. And there was nobody there saying that you should shut it down. I saw cases of beer being hand-delivered into that corner, and I saw the sheriffs and the people that were security standing by and appreciating the madness, but nobody was getting hurt, so there was no involvement. Um, There was nobody putting their thumb on our fun. Did they have a school bus? well exactly (laughs) so we have a lot right Chris remembers I mean you were there when we showed up with a fucking school bus loaded for bear and pulled right up to the front yeah fireworks and liquor and all kinds of bad ideas and Uh we pulled right up to the front of the event and turned the lights on and it was party time and the sheriffs stayed back and security stayed back like they let us have our fun and that doesn't happen too often so, we I mean, want to respect it's, it's that. There's no, there's no
1: fights. There's no, no, you know, it's a lot of people getting together and having fun. Having a good time. But but, but mostly people respect everybody, you know. it's well, Of course. Well, and I think it's, it's also the way, it, a lot of venues.
4: the way they have it kind of divided, too. Like, if you want to go ape shit and stay up till 4 in the morning, you go down into the corner and you camp. Yeah. If you want to go and watch TV in your, you know, air-conditioned RV at 830 so you don't miss your stories, you park up high and kind kind of people don't go nuts up there. You know what I mean? You know,
0: where we were last year.
4: Yeah, which was kind of nice because it gives you the option to go nuts and then kind of get away from it. If you <laughs> Compared to the years before in the tent, like I'm just like, I see a headlight coming at me and it's four in the morning. I just hope they see
0: this tent. I'm a little nervous. Where we were camped last year, I would like to clarify that where Serena helped us find a spot to camp last year was – Clearly, in the upper echelon. I mean, that was the nice neighborhood of AMA Vintage Days. Yeah, um, we Cameron, were...
5: Cameron wants to know where you go for the big dildo action. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I swear to God, Cameron didn't show up. I wish that Cameron for years.
3: <laughs> for years. <laughs>
5: Liza has permanently Apparently, scarred. Apparently, Buster McLovin
0: made an impression on his soul. Watching, Watching Cameron and Liza interact with each other was a very dominant, submissive relationship. You should be ashamed of yourself, young lady. <laughs>
6: he he tried to put up a fight he he, he put up some resistance he did that, but that he just, thought he had free will. that was the only problem that just
5: turned you on a little bit more, didn't
4: it <laughs> It's Whoa. nice when, when you're a star like that, you can just grab him by the butthole. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're lucky like I didn't crawl under the bus with you, Eliza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean I mean you get wobbly pops and everything and you never know. It's uh it is I mean that is the essence of the madness of Mid Ohio and the madness of Mid Ohio is is beautiful. So yeah, I think Liz is on to something. I think that if we can if, if if something like Mid-Ohio is going to say, look, we're not going to have it because we ultimately respect you too much to infect you. Yeah, to kill you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I respect you not to infect you, right? And if there's that kind of a thing where people can have the confidence to call off an event, it takes balls to call off an event. It takes balls to say, look, we're acknowledging that this is fucked. And we're also acknowledging that this situation is not un-unfuckable, right? But unfuckable. Exactly. Again. <laughs> double negative. Yeah, this is the way my brain works. Right. So it is it is kind of a weird thing. I, I, I feel like I feel like we could help a little bit. I mean, I'm I'm willing to do absolutely the little amount of effort that it is to kind of help out a little bit because I fucking I, I am preemptively missing mid Ohio. Will you give a $50 discount off of any
1: motorcycle purchase if you can produce an AMA membership card?
4: Yeah,
0: sure. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Of course, I would absolutely. I would do a $50 discount and I would do a, I would literally go a straight up donation to AMA at, and a donation of that $50 to the AMA, to the AMA on behalf of our shop, on behalf of Cleveland Moto. If you want to come into my shop and you show me an active AMA membership card. Fuck yeah! I'll do that. I'll put wow. my money where my mouth is.
6: All right, let's
0: embrace the real joy of
6: AMA vintage days. It's doing stupid Although shit. I've been drinking, right? <clears throat> oh yeah,
3: stupidity. about
6: this. What if we created a challenge series where you challenge your listeners? Say, hey, if uh, you guys will collectively donate thousand bucks right uh you know i we'll will do, do a stupid. wheelie naked across the parking lot or something you know <laughs> what if we each came up with like a challenge that if people right. filled the bucket
3: right
4: um your podcast is a little different we'd have to say Pay us to not do a naked weekly across mm-hmm. <laughs> the Pretty much what it comes down to for us.
6: Oh, I would, I would be the, I would pay a thousand bucks to see Phil do it across his parking lot naked.
0: You could do that. I mean, I literally, you, <laughs> you get did. that for free at AMA Vintage Days.
3: I know <laughs> that's,
0: that's that's free behavior at, uh, at AMA Vintage Days. But yeah, I mean, that's not that's not even a thing. So, but so maybe I, we I do totally a challenge.
5: Agree. Yeah, You're it's you don't have
0: to pay a dime. Right. Yeah. And, and if you do it and, and yeah, John's seen me fucked up enough on motor, motorcycles. Sorry. Uh, to, <laughs> to know that, yeah, I, I am always up for shenanigans. does so, that mostly happen at band camp? Always. Yeah, always. I mean, that's and That's that's good. I mean, that's what it's meant to do. It's to, meant, it's to make people like me do dumb stuff, and go. Did you, did you guys see that? That was great. That was awesome. I was being awesome. Yeah. Oh. God. Would you
6: would would you jump a bike into a lake?
0: Depends on the bike.
6: And what? Would you have to raise to do that?
0: Right, and this is and this is a great thing. This is how Liza gets somebody else to. Do <laughs> <laughs> and once again, Cameron's not here. So, uh, hey,
6: it's the power of the Evil Can Evil suit. If you can just get the him in the, the suit, suit, there's nothing they won't
0: do. Be careful! I also have an Evil Can Evil suit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, but I do I do like that, and I do think that that's great. And I personally, I am willing if if we're going to do this. You bet your ass. You buy a bike at my shop and you show me an AMA membership card. I will donate 50 bucks. Um, I've done dumber things for worse reasons. Uh,
5: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you saying just show up? Show me the the card and then you'll
0: pony up or do they have to buy something to listen begin to with? chris the fucking squeaky wallet chris over here missed the whole buy a bike <laughs> yeah right? exactly I, I, right you, you, you left that part out uh, no, I didn't. no i didn't i said you show up my shop you buy a bike i'll donate <clears throat> right but that's I'm very specific about buy a bike right exactly but that's that kind of a thing and it's like okay we can do that well as a shop that's one thing that we can do to motivate people and kind of encourage people to say look it might cost you x amount of money a year to be an ama member but wouldn't it be cool to know that your membership dues were being matched and being submitted to the uh to the organization so yeah i mean that's a how about be, i'll
1: give you a 50 bucks too i mean um, or not
0: that's a good
6: point. I, like, I mean, I like have they...
1: spending Phil's money. <laughs>
6: <laughs> have, they, have they even come up with a donation? Is there a donate a spot to donate?
0: I have no idea. I mean, I'm certain. I'm certain there
1: is. Oh, but I, I'm sure they have an. Well, let me look. I'll look and see if they have an yeah. online donation, PayPal.
0: Can right. attend, donate here, help us. Hey, out. the fact is that when we asked who in this group had an AMA card in their pocket. And you know, like Liza and I were the only ones that raised our fucking hands. My odds of having somebody come in and take me up on the $50 offer is pretty fucking small. <laughs> it's like a hole in one contest. I guess I'm willing to join the AMA. Right. Oh. I, mean, I, mean, <laughs>
6: I cannot thank you enough for that sacrifice. Change your
3: picture.
0: I thought we had a deal here, Liza. <laughs> well, let's, let's, how about more than this? There you go. Look at that. Is that his normal card? What the shit is that, <laughs> Steve? I, I so can't read that. That is an Ohio something card. My shit plant license.
3: Oh, should... <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me let me pull like, out my. I actually have an AMA membership. It's the American Modelers Association
1: membership. Oh,
3: oh yeah, same here.
1: Right,
3: there you go. <laughs>
1: Chris, aren't you a member of the american medical association i'm i'm a member of the american morons
0: association <laughs> does that what's count with everybody what's with everybody stepping on the same three goddamn letters all right
6: it's just like october what the
3: heck
0: it is and um, i can too what the fuck is that? Oh, is there membership for pull apart? <laughs> oh this is my, uh, this is my VA card. So I can get 10% off at home Depot because I'm a veteran. Nice. <laughs> that's totally hey, worth Fritz, it. Do you have a joke for us? I do.
1: What? You got a joke. <clears throat> I do. And we had a
4: seminar before he started. So if he has to, he should know how to share a screen now too. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. So, fuck oh, okay. Off. Yeah, <laughs> Let me get my
5: cheaters on. So a man escapes from prison where he's been locked up for 15 years. He breaks into a house to look for money and guns. Inside, he finds a young couple in bed. He orders the guy out of bed and ties him up to a chair. While tying the homeowner's wife to the bed, the convict gets on top of her. He kisses her neck and gets up and goes into the bathroom while he's in the bathroom the husband whispers to his eye wife hey listen this guy's an escaped convict just look at his clothes he's probably spent a lot of time in jail and hasn't seen a woman in years i saw how he kissed your neck if he wants sex don't resist don't complain do whatever he tells you to do satisfy him no matter how much he nauseates you this guy is obviously very dangerous if he gets angry, he'll kill us both. Be strong, honey. I love you. The wife responds, He wasn't kissing my neck. He was whispering in my ear. He told me he's gay and thinks you're cute and asked me if we have any Vaseline. I told him it was in the bathroom. Be strong, honey. I love you too. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: <Pretty good.
1: laughs> are you okay with that, Liza? I mean, it's it's funny. No.
6: Oh, oh uh, no! I I have a joke that I don't even think I could share on the show. You
0: are aware. <laughs> now you gotta share it.
6: No, I... Okay.
0: You are aware on what podcast you are, right? I
6: know, but... (laughs) Here's the thing. You have to promise... I will tell it. If you promise me you will edit it out if you think that it's too bad.
0: There's no such thing.
1: No, there is. Worse worse than my jokes? I'm holding holding on right now. I'm ready for this. There
6: is. I need you to be... (laughs) Promise me you will edit it out if you think it is...
4: I, I i do the editing and if, if it's something that we're like oh my god we have to stop now i will edit it out for you i promise
3: hey
0: steve yes sir i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna i'm gonna take executive privilege here and i'm gonna i'm gonna set a bar i'm gonna set a level i'm just gonna adjust the levels okay. of jokes okay why do you wrap a hamster in electrical tape so
2: does it doesn't explode
0: when you
3: fuck it. <laughs> how, how,
6: how do you get a gay guy to fuck a woman? Pack her cunt with shit?
3: Fair game. <laughs> I like it. Well done. Well done.
0: You're, you're currently in third place, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hamster Beach Out. <laughs>
0: That's uh, right up with vermin. Fucking, <laughs> I missed it. My fucking, I was buffering.
1: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, I got screwed. COVID problems. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Now I got to listen to this stupid fucking podcast. no I got, I got
4: joke. I got a joke for you. You guys hear the koala bear joke ever? So there's, there's a koala bear. He's sick of being in the he's been in the zoo for like 20 years. He's sick of it. So he puts a little pin in the door and the guy comes to feed him and he, you know, he's like, okay, the door's good. About midnight he slips out it works. He gets out and he's walking through the zoo and all the animals are like, fuck, where are you going, Bob? He's like, I'm fucking out of here. See you guys later. Like, <laughs> so he gets to the end of the zoo and he walks down the street and he sees a bar and he's like, god damn, I haven't had a whiskey in a long time. So the little koala bear goes into the thing sits down at the bar and says, give me a Jack Daniels. Guy's like, dude you're a koala bear he's like yeah what are you racist give me a fucking jack daniels the guy's like oh okay fine fine whatever so he gives the thing of the thing and he has a shot and then into the door walks a blonde she's wearing a mini skirt and kind of like dressed pretty sexually koala bear looks over and goes damn i haven't had a, a woman in a long time he's like hey babe can i buy you a drink she's like you're a koala bear he's like yeah she's like you you got money right and he's like yeah i got money and like, okay fine so they sit down and they're having drinks Three, four drinks later, he's like, look, you want to get out of here? She's like, yeah, you want to go to your place or mine? He's like, I'm in between places right now, so let's go to yours. All right. Little koala bear and chick walks to her apartment. They go upstairs. As soon as he gets in the door, he grabs her, throws her down, rips her panties off, and goes down on her and gives her the best head she's ever had in her life. She screams in a wild orgasm. A little koala bear jumps up and starts walking away. She's like, hey, buddy, where are you going? He goes, we established this. I'm a fucking koala bear. And she's like, well, look, dude i'm a prostitute you owe me 50 bucks and he's like no i don't she's like what are you talking about and he grabs the dictionary and she's like look up prostitute so he goes, a woman who gets paid for sexual favors or a man who gets paid for sexual favors he goes okay so she's like well i'm a koala bear it doesn't matter she's like what do you mean so he has a koala bear and it says small furry animal who eats bush and leaves <laughs> <laughs>
5: it was a long build up
3: it was a long was
6: awesome.
5: did a
3: good use about,
6: to... did you hear about the worst zoo in the world it only has one dog it's a shit zoo
0: it's a shit zoo <laughs> so the koala bear joke, joke the koala <laughs> bear joke was also like an excellent explanation of the oxford comma
3: <laughs> <laughs> no
4: we can so it's like a, a, grammat- a grammar joke it's part of the podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? Some people pay ten dollars a month. Would you like to hear from one of them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you guys may remember last um, last week we spoke with Matt Davidson or we read Matt Davidson, Davidson's uh, uh, email about his Honda CB 350 that was giving him bad spark or intermittent spark, as we would say. So I like it when people clearly listen to the fucking podcast and chime in. Uh, very cool. He said, "Phil, I just wanted to send you a a big fucking thank you to you and the crew for going over my 350 issues last week. I really listened to that part about four times and took some notes. Good, because we were kind of fucked up. And uh and uh hoping I'll be able to dive into that bike this weekend because again, he has multiple CDs of multiple different displacements. I know you mentioned it in the podcast, but you guys did not go over electronic ignitions. You guys went over my question about static timing of the points versus a point gap a good long while ago and I consider myself very well versed when it comes to points. But the rat-fucked CB550 I brought home a couple of months ago has a Dyna 2000 kit on it, which I promptly removed thinking I would put it on my 78-750 Sport project. My questions are, how do they work and are they worth it? I know Johnny Mack is a diehard hard points Guy, so I don't want to fucking hear throw the thing in the trash.
1: (laughs) Throw the thing in a fucking trash.
0: (laughs) And just to forewarn you, current I currently have 19 bikes if you count a ruckus and a couple of Vespas. I know you had mentioned doing a Vespa show sometime, which I think is a great topic, would be new to you, Vespa checklist. Um happy Friday, gentlemen. I greatly appreciate the shit show. Matt Davidson thanks to you in fucking Iowa. Holy so here's to you. Um,
4: is your 32-ounce uh, Manhattan already gone?
2: <laughs> Almost. Hey, hey, Phil, do we have any uh, podcast listeners in Nebraska?
0: Oh, I'm sure we do. Yeah. I made boxes
2: yeah. last week, just so they – I, I want to give a shout-out to Nebraska for making the best cabbage roll meat pie thing. It's it's a delicious. What the fuck are you, are you talking about? stuff
6: you find on the ground?
2: No, it's like they have this chain. Like there's like ten of them in Nebraska, and it's like a cabbage, beef, and onions stuffed in like a fresh roll. Like it's like a kibby. It's really, really delicious. Okay. Um, thank God for Nebraska.
0: No, I hate Nebraska. Driving through Nebraska has almost killed me three times, and I got one big ticket. It's my favorite state. You know, ahead, Bra- you
2: know in Nebraska, you know Nebraska, it's
5: backwards. <laughs> XR Ben. Oh, go
0: Liza. Here.
6: I did want to ask a question since we're talking about AMA Vintage Days should be a wash. Are there any other events that you guys are planning on attending this year? Or is this just everything, everything's done?
5: I, Chris? Aren't we going to do the uh, back road discovery route
4: backwards? <laughs> <laughs> Remember Wait, that idea? Did you, ideas? Just, yeah, did you just say we're gonna do the back door discovery route?
0: <laughs> no. Back to road, rusty buckeye. Yeah, the rusty buckeye. Rusty buckeye. Honestly, guys, this is the fucking year to do it because. I mean, myself personally, I probably have, I could probably string together seven or eight days in a row so we could go fuck off and ride a stupid ride somewhere. Um, we'll do yeah. the rusty trombone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that you guys are right. I think this is a really good year for us to do the, the Mid Atlantic BDR.
3: Hmm. Um, the
0: TV bikes. TV. I don't give a fuck. I'll do it on the monkey. I'm pretty sure the uh,
1: shooting scoot will still happen if we yeah. want it to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it would be
4: the sleeping shows and the AIM show, but they're way in January.
0: It's next year, basically. But, you know, this comes. I, the-
6: I'm, I'm still planning on going to
3: that.
0: Right. And the AIM show has been relocated from September-ish to January-ish, which will cut down the test rides in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Polaris is there with a bunch of snow machines, we're fucked. <laughs> there won't be any demo rights. Global warming
6: is that an option?
0: Why not?
6: I've never done one of those.
0: We should do them downtown Columbus. Oh, Fuck. everything else. Have nothing but spike can am spiders, Polaris slingshots, and snowmobiles. Yeah. And Vanderhalls. And Vanderhalls. And Vanderhalls. And, Vanderhals. There you go. and uh, uh, Ural's with sidecars oh it should be all snow all the time
6: and a jump (laughs) Um,
0: hot wine so
6: what what other things i mean so i can tell you uh, for those who listen to my show since all the events are canceled jim and i are planning in july a road trip we rented an rv and we're putting the dirt bike trailer on the back and we're going to go to utah colorado wyoming south dakota stopping and riding amazing trails the whole way and we're going to be cooking and sleeping and shitting in the RV and avoiding people. Go I to Nebraska. Really
5: they interview. got this uh, <laughs> this cabbage thing that you can get.
6: <laughs> just find it on the ground, apparently. Um, so that, I mean, that's changed. So like just, Instead of going to an event, we're creating our own event and doing it. We're basically RV doing, road trip. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. And I'm sure that those RV rentals, because the place that I normally rent RVs from, um, you know, which is like ride share for RVs, mm-hmm. um, it's pretty much wide open now. You know, uh, people would love to have anyone do any business with them. So
6: I predict this summer it's going to be jammed. That's what everyone's going to be doing.
0: Really? Yeah, that's a good idea. Because you can oh. all distance with your family, right?
6: Well, look at it this way. So how many of you all, as a child, Got put in a station wagon, went cross country. Maybe did national parks. Did you guys all do that at some point?
1: I got put in the back of a pickup truck and went all the way across country. The (laughs) Runza.
3: Okay, guys
6: started So, I that. <laughs> so that's something we all did as kids, but like Nick, did you do that as a kid?
0: Um not oh. in the typical cross-country way. I mean, I we went to Canada and, and some stuff around there, but uh, you know I didn't go, like, out west or anything like, in an RV or a station wagon or something like that.
6: I think for the younger generation, you would fly to Disney World or fly to wherever, you know? Yeah. you That's how people traveled. I think this is going to be family trips, road trips all over again.
1: When I was about 12, we loaded up the, the 1972 C-10 pickup truck with the 1963 Zero Scotty behind it. And we went all, we did a big loop around the country. We went to the St. Louis Arch. We went to see Yellowstone, Old Faithful. We went up through, we mm-hmm. went to Gillies, the Montanas. And we spent two weeks on the road. And my brothers beat the fuck out of me in the back of that pickup truck the whole time. I literally, like, my dad set up a bed, and I had to crawl up underneath the bed to hide from them. And the hot exhaust was fucking cooking me alive as we drove through across fucking deserts. It was a fucking, I almost got eaten by a bear twice <laughs> in Yellowstone. <laughs> it was fucked up. We saw, but I still remember seeing Mount Rushmore and all that shit i would love to at some point take my daughter on a fucking hell ride like that (gasps) but but we'll see what
6: what the hell is steve doing what is steve doing i'm trying to exit out of here but i can't i know it's obvious you're lucky do anything sleepy
0: program will you kill him sleepy uh fix him
6: Did you try hitting the big orange
0: X thing? (laughs) There is no orange (laughs) X thing. Yeah, he used Linux. He's using Linux. This is brought to you by Commodore 64. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to leave. You don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave, Steve. Don't leave. Yeah, it'll be up there for the rest of the night. Fuck everything up. Just, just there. There we go. Thank Thank you. you. Um,
6: And I can tell you another like event. Um, I'm signed up the end of the year, November, for an ADV rally. Mm -hmm. Because I'm thinking events with like 100, 200, 300 people. Mm where you can have safe distancing, mostly doing riding and training and stuff like that, I think you can have a safe event, you yeah. know?
1: I think course, you're right. We could run a property for the weekend or something like that and take some of those little mini bikes you got. And yep. Just have like a, you know, we'll all fucking be cool. Do something stupid.
0: You guys want to hear something absolutely insane? Yes. want to hear something yep. stupid? Yes. We have sold... Every single one of those in just stupid little mini bikes, um, all of the ones that Liza wanted to borrow or rent when they came through town, um, they all sold out. And here's the weird thing: is I talked to the guys at SSR; they are fucking out of them. So they have pre-ordered a hojillion of them, and uh, they're they're hoping that we're going to have some bikes back in our inventory by maybe like mid July. But like TNT one. 35s is like sleepy got good luck if you don't have one right now we have people calling the shop four times a day that are like they're stupid they don't get it and they're calling the shop and they're like hey dude um if i pay cash can you give me a 300 hundred dollar discount i'm like dude if you pay me 300 over i'll put you on the fucking list
4: <laughs> hey i have i have uh, world exclusive you ready yes, for you world exclusive
6: yeah
0: all right <clears throat> so can you guys see this thing I do. Yeah. Okay. That looks really good, except for that fucking gay exhaust. I mean, Camaro exhaust. <laughs> I know.
4: Well, here's the thing. The other one was too loud with that pipe. It was just, it's it, like going down the street. People were like snarling at me. It was crazy. <laughs> Which <laughs> means it was perfect.
0: But yeah, well, it is. I mean, I can always put it back. I didn't fuck it up or anything. It's no, just- I, I, do, I do know what you're talking about. But
4: this, so you see this pipe right here, the mid pipe? I do. That is from a jet engine. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I... I they don't make a they don't make a slip on for this bike, and so right. with the chimera exhaust coming up, all you can do is put the stock exhaust back on, which sounds great until you get up on it, and then it's like it's louder than a Harley. It's like and it,
0: and it was a very harsh tone too.
4: Yeah, it had a really there was just no baffling. Yeah. So I bought a grom pipe on sale that was returned to right. something for fifty bucks on okay. eBay, and it came with the the grom tube, but this right. one needs to go forty five. So I called my buddy who's a really good stainless steel welder, and he's mm-hmm. like, hey, I have have a whole pile of jet engine pipes I said what he said yeah they scrapped the jet so they have all the pipes from the engine bring it over so he found a pipe that matched perfectly we welded it in so this literally from here to here is a jet
0: engine pipe nice and so now it sounds great. It looks cool. It does. I I did listen to the video. It actually really sounds fucking fantastic.
4: Yeah, it needed that baffle. It sucks because I do like the stock exhaust better. But it's just now it's it's now it's you know nobody wants to shoot me when I'm riding down the street. <laughs> I want to shoot you. What makes it look worse is I look like a like a a freaking gorilla humping a football on the little thing, and then it's loud and snappy and making everybody look at me. It, it, it was horrible, man. I'm
6: just curious what that windshield is doing on that thing. Oh yeah.
4: Oh, the windshield. Yeah, what's yeah? Does it windshield? actually do anything? Yeah, it's being a
0: windshield. What's the, the windshield? windshield. Oh, it just
6: keeps the wind off your belly button what's going
0: on i mean how do you put any of your body behind that windshield is that just a cod piece
6: oh man it's up there
0: That
3: I mean, like like keep the man. flies
4: off your
0: dick yeah that's pretty much it no i mean literally
4: it does it just keeps the wind from going on in your chest and causing you weird buffeting things and stuff okay the wind
6: at 35 miles per hour, per hour it's pretty bad this goes it 80. is
4: up here in cleveland it is <laughs>
5: this
2: that's is rough really that was
4: rough, rough. i like the windshield
0: that bike was doing 80 miles an hour on 480. Thank you very much. Really? Holy yes. shit. With the pipe on it. You know what? So we're going to have to do, once I do finally get more I'd of like these. You, I'd like you to know you just voided your warranty. I'm sure. Are you
6: sure that it was, it was the exhaust that was too loud or was it you screaming the whole time? <laughs> that was
2: me most
3: likely.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm taking you, you will be riding that tomorrow.
4: Uh, whatever you want, we can take big bikes. We can take small bikes. Just tell me before I leave. I'm gonna ride my CB
2: 175.
4: All right, I'll ride a little guy. Cool. <laughs> I'm taking a
2: Superhawk. Steve, <laughs> is that the only one you? Oh, we'll see if it makes it this time.
0: Yeah.
6: Steve, I have an and issue. I'll be with standing you. by with the trailer. Why? That I want to address. Uh oh. You have one of the. Most amazing bikes in the world, and you never ride it. I never hear PC you talk PC800.
2: Which one? The PC800? PC800. No.
6: <laughs>
1: the Africa Twin, dude. No, we do. We rode. We rode. I rode that. Yeah, he let me Not ride. enough,
6: man. You don't give it enough props.
1: I love it. When you
2: have 20-something bikes, you got to ride them all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: When we go on, yeah. when we go on the seven day adventure, i too many buttons.
3: Yeah.
6: <laughs> okay. You know what? That brings it up now, Phil. I got I got to bitch you out for a bit.
3: <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it was just way too complicated. Here's the thing, though, about the DCT that they put it in the um, the 700, right? Right. With no no, no buttons. buttons, no nothing. Right. Right now on the on the Africa Twin because they give you all of the choices for all the different riding styles you may be doing I think it's awesome
0: and how many buttons do you have on your left hand
6: I think too complicated is just fine with me
0: yeah you have 10 buttons you have 10 buttons and 5 fingers (laughs) No, stop it. <laughs> and a star button. What does the star button do?:
6: I don't have the star
0: online. That what came after. But
6: uh, the star button was for a preset.
0: Yeah, and that's
6: pre- that's the thing. Um, yeah. I just discovered that I have more settings on that thing I didn't know about on the right hand,
0: which clearly means there's too many fucking settings.
6: I didn't know that the sport setting had one, two, and three settings.
0: See, this is it.
6: I've just been in full yeah. on sport the whole time. <sighs> that's the whole point. You can just toggle between two things. And, and that's fine and if you want to be able to set it up and do more things and get on dirt and slide the wheel or hit the open road and save fuel I mean you can do all that
3: you I absolutely good
2: to have, have, I that. I, have I ever said I dislike my Africa twin no no. I mean I like my Africa twin but I mean you don't like
6: it enough buddy you
1: don't like it uh, enough I like it I offer to trade my ascot for it and a handy for <laughs>
2: my wife
0: and a handy <laughs> <laughs>
1: That, that's what broke
2: the deal. <laughs>
4: but you know what, Liza, the DTC has to be nice. When Phil posted the video of riding your bike, yeah. the traffic where you guys are at is so insane that the DTC has to be awesome for that. Like you don't yeah, even have
0: it to was. It shifted. did work really
3: well for that.
6: Well, in the dirt, uh, or like mud, you're not having to adjust and, and play with the clutch. I mean, it gives somebody who's not as skilled of a rider in the dirt, you don't have to think about any of that. You don't have to think about what gear you're in. You just have to think about staying upright. That oh, is it. a
1: creep. I want to you, know how... You can't can stall it out, can you?
6: No. No.
2: So you I can. Know, can you go really slowly with that? Because yeah, you cannot go the the minimum speed at idle in first gear is eight miles an hour, and yeah. it sucks. It sucks. No, I do in the parking lot here.
6: I do stop to stop standing figure eights. Yeah. You can you can
0: go impossibly slowly on an Africa Twin, like like it's like a recluse clutch. Um, in so much that you just can't stall it. It's, it's impossible to stall it. It, it, Yeah.
6: The one downside I have discovered to it is if you do accidentally whiskey throttle, like maybe you're like going over bumps or something. My instinct is to grab the clutch to get control. Nope. Nope. Ain't no, ain't no clutch. And if you're trying to reach for the brake, oftentimes that just makes it worse. Yeah. So that's I've had that a couple times where I was trying to turn slowly in a parking lot, and I kind of I hit it because I have a wrist rest on it,
3: mm-hmm.
6: and I'm like, ah, like, there's nothing to grab. Yeah. Turn it off. Yeah. There's
0: no <laughs> secondary safety.
6: Yeah, I mean, I, I've hours. lurched close to the edge a couple times. We'll yeah. see. You were
0: scared. The lady in the wheelchair was like, ah,
6: does she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so any any other events anything i mean it seems like this is an opportunity and i know a lot of people are having um, online events. and yeah, there's,
0: um, there's a lot of that, and I do think that, you know, we just got a notification from the guys from the DGR. Um, the So when the DGR has already sort of preemptively said, mm. there probably won't be a DGR this year. So that's an event that usually takes place at the very end of the season, mm-hmm. and those guys are already committing to the fact that that's just not going to happen. It's going to be something different. It's going to be something weird. But um, many many things right now um are going to be virtual or they're going to be at your own discretion or at your own pace it'll be the event will be there but it'll be on your you know it'll be on your device and your device will tell you like okay well we're gonna go on this route but not in groups of more than six or ten riders um now might be the time to revive the old poker
1: runs you know what i mean like yeah. You go out, it. you go here, you yeah. stop here. You can jump off your bike, you can drink a beer or something and then jump back on, you know, like everybody gets in line or
0: I don't know. Look, saddlebags hey. are going to be really fucking important this year, okay? Cuz the bars mm-hmm. are closed. The good ones are closed. Yeah.
6: So, is that something Is that something to throw into the AMA suggestion pot? <clears throat> uh, suggesting that they create some sort of poker runs or kind of like um the The ride on Washington that's supposed to happen in two weeks, they turned it into a Reaver uh, event where you're going to ride with everyone else through Reaver and log your miles, which is really cool.
3: See, I think
2: what, what they could do is, uh, what we do in New York, okay? So they have this book that has every, um, like, village and city in the Adirondacks. And so my wife and I ride, and you go and you get a stamp from each, like, village or whatever. So you, and you can do something like that and have, like, a landmarks or, like, in the state of Ohio or wherever, even if it's, like, a long run, so a group of people can do it but not, I mean, they're not doing it all at the same time, but you could like complete a book and then at some point you could discuss it or I don't know. I mean, I mean, what would you do? It's like, it sucks when you can't like be next to a person and like just feel their emotions. That's my problem. And I don't like like this. It's okay. And I look forward to this every weekend, Mm -hmm. but it sucks because I'd rather just be in a room with people. Steve, is that, is that your
6: only problem?
3: Well, I have a lot of other he, that's misses, one of
4: biggest ones, so. he misses Johnny Mac a lot because they used to grab each other's boobs and stuff all the whole podcast he got such nice, nice you, boobs too
1: I can't wait to get my hands on you again so
6: <laughs> I have to say this whole new way of doing podcasting did lend to one of my oh yes thank you for the photo Phil did lend to one of my favorite moments on your show which is the famous grumpy sewer guy falling off his chair that was awesome on well, so many levels,
0: we thought he was dead. We seriously thought he had a heart attack and just he didn't, didn't think yeah, we, we thought he might not have made it. <laughs> Dude, how many people
4: here had 9 1 miles one- <laughs> waiting for the other thing? Like, I, I don't even know his address. I just know, okay, go to the street and hang a left. Like, I, fuck.
2: Well, let me tell you, you don't use an improvised bong made out know, of like black pipe and whatever in your garage and <laughs> you drink a bottle of whiskey <laughs> and expect to stay on your feet.
6: Have you tried this? Have you thought of putting some of the weed in the air intake on your car and then just sucking on the tailpipe while it's running? I mean, it's basically a bong, right?
0: (laughs) Do you ever see, you ever had an inflatable air mattress and had the thing that runs on 4C batteries to inflate the air mattress? (laughs) It's been my dream
1: to set up a Captain Morgan's pump that works off of the windshield wiper squirters. So I just take take the sump and <laughs> fill it full of Captain Morgan and run the pipe right through my dash and have it come out right in my cup holder. It's <laughs> been your dream. I spiced up my, Co- my, my, my Coke dream. from McDonald's. Well, one dude did it. Standby stand by stand by
0: stand by more data yeah
1: hold on. I, gotta,
4: I gotta get the data
6: hey Phil I'd like to I'd like to come back full circle to the beginning I'd I'll, like to go back to evil can evil toy and throw that down like I said this is a challenge and this is a challenge I've been putting out to all of my listeners I put it out to yours as well because we can't ride because we can't have these social events you can have evil in your backyard right oh yeah and it is a good stand- I will tell you. I mean, Jim and I spent hours creating different yeah. jumps and, and oh, the flames and the fireworks and all this stuff. Like, <laughs> we spent days doing oh that. God. So much fun. So, I, you know, that is a good alternative to riding.
0: It's a, it is, it is a very, very fun thing. I mean, it is one of the, it is one of those absolute things that, um, yeah, the evil Knievel toy is a very, very good analog and a very, very good alternative when it's pouring fucking down rain and shit. Uh, it, it is also a good drunken shenanigans, uh, device. It, it, it does. I mean, it works that perfectly.
6: And I, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you as much as I loved the toy, not just the toy. I mean, evil, I mean, look at look at my chair I'm sitting in right here. That's my desk chair. Oh.
3: Evil wow. can evil desk chair, right?
6: Yeah. Um I love the fact that we now know what a horrible man he was. That he was a role model to children. And let's start that trend all over again. Why don't yeah. we?
0: Honestly, as a little kid growing up, I Evil, did, life, I, evil life. Evil life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did. I absolutely fucking loved him. And uh and it was and it was a real I mean for me as a little kid growing up, yeah, evil Knievel was my whole world. I watched everything that had evil Knievel Evil or kiss associated with it. Um, it, just you know, it's a really really funny thing. But it, if you type into Google "evil Knievel drunk," you will get some images where you're just like, "Yep, yeah, that, <laughs> that guy that guy punched a lot of people." You know, um, he was he was a hockey star, right? I mean, prior to him getting on a motorcycle, wasn't he just like the a Buc- Yeah, right. He was in the Butte Bombers for fuck's sake. I like to call it
6: the Butt Bombers, though. The Butt Bombers?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think evil would approve. There you go. Watch this. So here he is.
4: He already hooked it up to the front. And he's going-
3: Mix the spot. Test
2: your flow. Perfect. Perfect. There you go. So you don't get stuffy cocktails. Once <laughs> she's full of flush, you fill it up with your favorite bottle. Mike, use some drinks to guy-
3: get. You want a drink? I got it. Jack. Little Coke. All
2: stealthy. Pop her in there. get i three shot <laughs> Alright this
6: changes everything If you get this guy To AMA Vintage Days I'm coming
2: <laughs>
6: Because that is gonna be A shit show worth I seeing I think he
0: was camped Across from us last year <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty certain Dude,
1: motor- You can already buy The windshield wiper squirter tank With the motor and everything For like 15 bucks Oh yeah, yeah. i would probably put one In the trunk or something like that, and then just run it up there, and that'll be polyethylene. <laughs> it's, and there's,
0: there's absolutely no reason that you couldn't do that and make it awesome. Um, I'll again. That's it. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Nice. Well done. So there well, goes Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Why does
0: it
6: look like Chris Smith is reading a Playboy on the toilet?
0: Because he's reading a Playboy on the toilet.
6: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: Actually, I was, I, I was doing a Sudoku. Oh, so one of our listeners uh, did advise us that there was a C-5 military available in
5: Boise, Idaho. Idaho.
0: Yeah, Boise, Idaho.
5: And I I, I, uh, I reached out to the guy. I haven't heard back from
0: him yet. Oh, really? Yeah, Somebody's sure going to be a bitch because I think Boise, Idaho is a suburb of Seattle. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah, it's out there
2: I'll pick it up for you when I go visit uh, my daughter in Denver that is nowhere near Boise well close enough we're supposed to go up north <laughs> not, not
5: nowhere near well, can, can you bring back one of those cabbage things from Nebraska for me
3: I
2: definitely will <laughs>
6: is that the rosa that's it Nebraska is where I called you for, uh, for help when I got the bad gas and I was stuck on the side of the road stuck on
0: the side of the road in Nebraska um, yeah. if anybody is a podcast listener and a world traveler and you would like a hot tip for the one good thing to do in Nebraska I recommend Pioneer Village um pioneer village is just minutes off of i-80 like 120 minutes off of i-80 um it's so close to i-80 you can get there on almost a whole tank of gas uh but you'll you will see billboards for pioneer village like you'll see billboards for wall drug or like south of the border you'll see billboards for hundreds of miles advertising pioneer village but it is worth the fucking trip. It is a museum to America. And I would like to make fun of it. I can't. It's just one guy who had way too much money and decided to buy one of everything. He bought one of every car sold in America after World War II, and he has them in a museum. Like, one of every model. So if you want, like, a Dodge Coronet, he's got all five different ways the Dodge Coronet came in 1965. That's awesome. So look up Pioneer Village, and it is insane. He's got airplanes, boats, tanks, fucking trains and shit. It is in Minden, M-I-N-D-E-N, Nebraska. Go, just go there. It's amazing. He has an entire, uh, you know, the, the the Dust Bowl. He has a Dust Bowl house, like a sod house, that has the world's largest salt and pepper shaker collection in the house. Uh,
6: yeah, but how many toasters does he have?
0: Your dad has more toasters. <laughs> and I, I would like to say that as an authority on both locations, Pioneer village has a mega fuck ton of posts of toasters, but your father has a metric mug of mega fuck ton of po- toasters. Your dad's got them beat. I'm probably on Lionel trains too. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Your, da- your, your dad's a proper collector.
2: No, Nebraska's also got a gas station called Come and Go.
0: Yes, it does. I, <laughs> I have their beer koozie right now in my in my kitchen, and it's K. it Come with a K. Yeah, K. yeah. It's Come and Go, yeah. and that's and that's worth the price of admission right there. Um, no, it's not. It's a really big, wide state.
6: Yeah, uh, I got another question so right. you said that you're selling these mini bikes and this seems to be a trend that's happening and I have to say after hearing your last show I started looking at the TNTs Go, mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Try, I'm resisting right um, <laughs> what other bikes are out there that are just stupid fun small bikes that people right. should be looking at
0: I do think that like the TNT might be winning right now because for the price of twenty six ninety nine, it's really hard to get that good of a bike from anybody else. Yeah. Um because like the Rascal and like he had the Tao Tao uh Grim uh, like there's a the Vader and all that shit, like mm-hmm. all that stuff is like 600 or 700 bucks less than a TNT. The TNT is ball solid. Well, that's the thing. So like I
4: had, I had a, a Tau Tau Hellcat. It's like, they had a special, it was a thousand dollars delivered to my door and it was, it was much better than you'd think it would be. And I mean, like it was a good bike and it ran and it did 50 miles an hour and and all this, you know, whatever, and it's fine. But the TNT is so different in quality. But the thing is, is all these guys are buying the other ones and they're putting like a grand or $1,500 into them to try to make them go faster and do stuff. And all that already comes on the TNT. And that's what makes that bike particularly cool. But like every day you turn around, somebody's coming out with a new one and you just have to kind of wait and figure out the longevity.
3: So, the,
6: the thing that drives me crazy about the, the Groms is they don't go down in value, they go up. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't want to get it at
2: all. It's mass hysteria. <laughs> well, the TNT is way better. I mean, looking at the build quality on the TNT, I'd buy a TNT before a, a Grom any day.
4: I mean, the, the, the quality of the TNT. I from an hardcore Honda guy. Yeah, no, seriously. But like, so I love my Super Tenry. I love it. It's a great bike, but the quality of the TNT made me go like, you know what? If Phil could get the five hundred six, the the five hundred cc adventure bike by them, I might be tempted to sell my Super Tenere and just get that because the quality of this bike is so nice, man. Yeah. But I don't know when they're going to be available in the states.
0: So. And it is like no bullshit aside. Anything I like, they're back ordered so deep right now. On that product. And, you know, a lot of that SSR stuff, the play bikes, the small 110s, the 125s, um, that stuff is back ordered hard. And it's going to be mid July probably before a lot of dealers are going to see enough units to actually talk about. Um, we hit them with a very fucking serious order because of the back order. And you know, it's gonna be like, nobody's gonna have anything. So the dealers that are holding inventory right now, they might even be upcharging that shit. Um, but in July, hopefully we'll get a whole bunch of stuff in at the same time. It's been a very strange year, guys. I'm, I'm gonna tell you for motorcycles and scooters and everything else, remember that a lot of our bikes for the American market are only built one time. And this is weird because um, Americans like to think that we're at the center of the universe, but when it comes to motorcycles and scooters and shit, we are literally the fucking tail of the dog. We are like 1% of the world scooter market. We're like a very small percentage of anything other than the Harley Davidson market. And it's a really, really tough thing because bikes that are made in any other country other than here, They make the bikes for the whole planet. And then for one shitty week, they make the American bikes and the one shitty week is because the American bikes have different wiring harness, different switches, different controls so that we can have like a kill switch and that we don't, we're not allowed to turn our headlight off. Ugly lights to ugly, bla- ugly uh, turn signals. Exactly. We have DOT approved turn signals that other countries, the bikes are sexy and the turn signals are molded into the bikes and in America, you got to put these bullshit popsicle lights on the outside of the motorcycle, which that are DOT approved.
4: Which is fucking stupid because, like, at, nobody keep like. I mean, I'm keep, some people keep them. I don't fuck with like my stuff, but like ninety percent of the guys that buy a motorcycle buy the fucking like you know body mounted. Mm-hmm. It's not illegal to change them, which is stupid. Why do they make the companies make them in the first place? If you guys get them and can just take them off the same day, you know what I mean? Like, it's the law is just
0: like whatever. Fuck off. You can do what you want. If, I, if you look, at, I vote for Cinch. Right. Well, if you look at Chris's background right now, he's got the C5 on his background and those bullet turn signals that are on there, those are the same exact bullet turn signals that you see on all of the late 80s Hondas. So that's from a particular company that got DOT approval for a turn signal that was okay in the United States. And that one company got contracts from every fucking body. So there's no wonder why a motorcycle that is supposed to be emulating a military motorcycle from the fifties has got turn signals on it from a Japanese motorcycle from the fucking eighties. And it's because that shit's approved, you know? And it's silly as fuck. It makes no sense, but that shit's an approved turn signal. And it's why we have a lot of bullshit, like these extra large, gigantic turn signals on a motorcycle where the turn signals look stupid, like a Honda CB400F Supersport, where the turn signals are almost as big as the fucking headlight. And that's a DOT thing. So these, other, these factories all basically build the motorcycles for the American market like one day or one week per year. They don't keep doing it throughout the course of the year because they would have to change the wiring harness, they'd have to change the switch gear, they would have to stop the entire assembly line just to build bikes for America, and that's not profitable. Well, guess when the COVID hit in relationship to the American bikes being built? week before three months ago during yeah so that's why a lot of companies right now don't have motorcycles for their american customers because one we represent a very small amount of the market that they build and two they usually build for us in february and march because our riding season as a whole even shops in california are slow until march and april So they're building for us in February, and that's when COVID hit. So a lot of manufacturers that rely on Asian or European manufacturing don't have any inventory because they didn't fucking get built because their people haven't been to work for 60 days.
4: Except for Suzuki, because their DR650s were all done in 1998. They're just they they had the sticker pliers were still there, so they're just
0: like. (coughs) Send them out. We're good. All they had to build was Vin tags. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it's a, it is a tough thing. So we've had a lot of people come in and they're like, okay, well, you know, I'm excited. Remember that COVID one of the weird things about COVID is that social distancing is good and that motorcycles do represent something about like we can do this or motor scooters and whatever. So I've had a lot of people come in They're like, oh, well, you know, but I want a purple Vespa now. And I'm like, well, dude, they, Italy got it really bad, man. Like Italy didn't go to work for 60 days. You know, here's a green one. Get the purple
4: paint. You're good.
6: (laughs) Here's a pink buddy with a little bit of damage.
0: Uh, I've had more fucking people call me in the past month wanting pink bikes. And (laughs) Buddy, Stella, and Vespa all learned their lesson about 10 or 14 years ago about don't build a pink bike. You think it's a good idea. It's a bad idea. And yeah, it's just one of those things that like everyone's like, I want a pink Vespa. Not really. If your husband bought you one, you'd bring it back. You'd trade it in for a white one with a pink stripe. You know so it's it 's tough
6: Apparently, emma didn 't get the memo.
0: no Emma literally wanted to remind the planet that Emma owns that motorcycle, um, and I agree with her. I think that doing that bike in that color was a really smart thing. I do think that keeping the factory turn signals on was a mess, but everything else about the bike is delightful and it's a good talking point to keep the seven inch diameter uh dot warning lights on the bike so yeah it's cool i mean it's a beautiful bike it's gorgeous you guys
1: uh you guys mentioned the you know the dr650 and everything and it made me think about the klr and i'm like i thought that they would almost immediately come out with some new upgrade to the KLR 650, the replacement for it. I was just playing around. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) But anyway, it's obscure. He said, I don't know what made me think about it, but Anyway, they're they're talking about in 2021 coming out with the KLX 700. Right, right. It's supposed and to be the, the new KLR 650. Right. So, I don't know.
0: I care about and, it. And I care about it, too, because it should be fuel-injected. It should be... Fuel injected. It should be- all of the things, and because it's you know because it's bigger than a uh, XR 650 or a dr 650 or a KLR 650, there should be a market for it. And it does sound like it's going to be a uh, single cylinder, right? Well, that's up
1: in the air because they're saying, how do you feel about a twin-cylinder KLX 700? I'm okay with it. It could possibly be a twin-cylinder 700. Is that
6: that an existing power plant, or is this going to be one-off?
1: Well, it would
0: have to be based off of, like, the Versys, right? I was going to say it's going to be a Versys. uh, It'll be a Versys 698. Yeah, something like that. It'll be a 698 Versys, which I totally approve of.
1: But then, too, I also saw where Honda's talking about coming out with a middleweight Africa Twin. They're coming out with maybe a 750 or an 800 Africa Twin. Okay, so that I'm, could be the, that could be the new, you know, breakthrough, breakout market share, fucking grabber, whatever.
0: Oh yeah, this little the all Africa Twin. Oh, that looks good. Hey John, do you yeah. remember when we were scouting out the DGR ride last year, a couple of years ago, and yeah. I was on the Versi 650? And we ended up behind the hospital in like giant deep gravel, Uh and I was like, "Wow, I really wish I had a 21 inch wheel on the front of this Versys right now." (laughs) Well, I'm following you on a KLR 650
1: with a 21 inch front wheel. (laughs) You know, there's a
4: there's a dude on Adventure Rider. That um, was sick of the KLR 650 just, you know, in its current state. So he's been taking Versys. He's been getting the swing arms and frames, but then taking maybe it's the Versys motor, but it puts this thing together with like a, a, like a, some dirt bike front fork and all this stuff. And he's got this stuff down and he does like 25,000 miles a year off road on these things. I'll bet you
0: that's a KLX 700. That's what Uh, it's probably going to be.
1: Take a a Versys and put the front end. Off of a KLR 650, and you know what I mean, updo it and make it a you know,
0: a KLR versus right, and then you'll have a KL, then you'll have a Versys that wobbles at 90 miles an hour. <laughs> Ta-da. I, I still think that a Versys is the perfect motorcycle ever i i just i mean i know people hate that shit when i say that but of all the motorcycles i've ever ridden of all the bikes that i've ever ridden of anything i've ever done on a motorcycle i hate to say it but the bike that has consistently been okay at everything is the Versys 650
6: well i've always called it the perfect boring bike it is. it'll do everything you ever need it to do and it'll never promise to do anything you'll never do
0: no it don't and and it is magic because despite only being a 650 it does like to throw its front wheel in the air all the time you know and uh so it is one of those things it's like okay well it's only a 650 oh yeah it's only a 650 but let me show you some weird shit and it will it'll throw the front wheel in first gear and second gear and a little bit of third and it's a very playful happy motor it's a it's Mm -hmm. a fun little i mean it's a fun bike but they're worth nothing
3: Yeah, they're worth nothing i have one yeah.
6: I love it. I never ride it because I've got so many other bikes in front of it that have a purpose. Yeah. And I can't, I can't sell it. I, I don't, yeah, because it's just too good to keep.
3: Wow, this is what oh, he looks pretty cool. Uh,
6: so that's a stock swing arm.
4: Yeah, yeah. it goes through, but he, this is the first variant. Says that's
6: just the same thing, but with a schnobble.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, he does he did, he did quite a bit. It's actually a different frame, believe it or not. I can go back really? oh. In the process, oh. did, and this was yeah. version one. And he does like version two, three, and four, okay. it even right. get crazier. But these things, like they can take everything. So, basically, I think you're right. I, I think it's going to be like a modified version of the verses, kind of something yeah, like this,
0: yeah. I, I mean, I'll be, I'll go on record as saying my favorite, absolutely underrated motorcycle in my life has been the Versi 650. It's just amazing. Like there's nothing you can't do with it. And, and that's fine you know and I, it's green
6: my love for it is 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 high but the africa twin dct to me is
0: it's the future it's yeah everything yeah. and it's a big uh, fucking bike
3: i mean and
6: it's a big fucking bike that half of you fuckers can't even reach the ground on
3: <laughs>
1: if you say so
6: it is the biggest bike i've ever had my not just had my hands on i mean yeah. just pulling it out of the garage it is a beast yeah but, but then as soon as you're in motion that
0: all yeah. goes away but liza this podcast the cleveland moto podcast is much taller than the average podcast.
3: So
0: <laughs> as a whole, all of us, everybody in this podcast can ride an Africa Twin and be like, yeah, well, you know, it's 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 like That's a KLR six fifty. It's just the seats a little bit lower than a KLR six fifty. So, <laughs> Some of us are also heavier, so that puts the seat height lower. So, you know, right, exactly. Yeah, it's like basically a Africa Twin feels like a KLR six fifty with two bowling ball two bowling bags <laughs> in the top case.
1: <laughs> Actually to me, the klr or the africa twin yeah. felt like a bmw like f800 with no gu- with guts with <laughs> you know like with real power. Yeah, power
4: oh hey check uh, this out man this ah fuck what are these two i just fucked everything up
3: hold on
6: i was looking for that i couldn't believe jim and i took ours on yeah. some back roads up in uh um, uh, Big sir, and mm-hmm. I couldn't believe I was cutting the rear end loose and yep. turns and comfortable with this giant bike and letting right. it cut around.
3: Yeah.
4: There's a 650, a
6: Marini. Yeah. Marini? So somebody bought the name, I guess.
0: Yeah, like yeah I mean, Moto Marini, I mean, that's been one of those things that... Uh, Is that an eight and a half? Right. Is it is it
6: like Benelli? It ain't what yeah. it used to be.
4: Right. Well, I don't know. Benelli's killing it, but this. Is- I
6: know, but it's not the same as no. what it, it used to no. be. No. No. really Good. This is a it's six. Not six. The,
0: yeah. I mean that. Throw X- so, uh, six and a half. Doesn't that look exactly like a Versi six fifty motor? Because it is. It does, right? Yeah, it does. So everything's uh, in the right place for that to be a Kawasaki six fifty motor.
1: Yeah, so here, that's what that's what the K L X seven hundred is going to
0: look like. I don't doubt it. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. I, Does I this totally say
1: it's
6: going two hundred and seventy seven miles per hour? What? Where? Look at this. To spin it.
4: Uh, hold on. Okay, hold on. Where was it? Uh, oh, yeah. right here, maybe. No,
6: no. Spin oh, yeah. so- oh, there.
4: Yeah, too.
3: <laughs> very fast. Uh, is that, so that a fast. subliminal
6: thing? Very, very fast bike. Yes.
3: <laughs> so
0: that motorcycle is currently going 180 miles per hour on the 270 kilometers per hour indicated. No, that's, that's Kelvin,
2: so it would be sitting still. Yes, it would
0: that's the temperature yeah. yeah 277 that's actually the weight of the rider but you
4: know it's got to be really hard for these companies to even figure out what people want now because back in the day it was like I'd like a sport bike I'd like a cruiser I'd like this now guys are like I want an adventure bike and they're like here's an adventure bike it's 590 pounds it's got 100 horsepower 22 inches of suspension travel and guys are like oh, if it's not under 400 I don't want it right exactly, exactly. It's insane like, it,
0: like it, they're getting so picky with stuff that they can't even Even get a bike right now. Like they can't here's a really this is a tough one for America because Harley Davidson is doing worse than Harley Davidson has ever done, and Indian is doing better than Polaris has ever done with Indian. So, like there's two companies that essentially sell to the same market, and one of them is taking it in the ass sideways, and the other one is triumphantly strutting through the fucking courtyard.
6: but and I am I have a reputation for not being a Harley lover and I remind everyone I have nothing against the bikes it's the people I dislike but I do appreciate the fact that Harley is diversifying and the live wire is actually a good bike surprise surprise and these children's bikes and they're they're diversifying yeah
3: they're diversifying. I I'm
6: worried about Indians future longevity.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Harley at least is making the effort to pivot.
0: Harley's losing their ass right now with both hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and despite, uh, despite uh, rage fucking over their last CEO and bringing in a new guy, uh, I don't see that it's going to turn anytime fast. I think that they've done a whole lot of work and a whole lot of equity with the entire 97 bike softtail line. And all the money they put into the liveware is pretty magical, and it is. They, they really put a giant thrust forward, but mm-hmm. they put a giant thrust forward at the wrong fucking time, no choice of their own, you know? So, you know, they showed it to the party with all the cool shit, and nobody's buying anything at the party because their target audience is putting on their red hat and going out and defying, you know, social norms. So it's a really tough thing for them right now. Go ahead.
3: Here's
1: an, article. Here's an article I'm reading. Harley Davidson's LiveWire debacle to overshadow Q3 earnings. Yeah. Because I'm trying to look up total sales for the LiveWire. Right. Because I'm thinking it's going to be fucking low. It is.
3: Just, you know, it's it's to-
6: overpricing. <laughs> we all know as soon as Honda comes out with electric, it's done. Everyone's done. Yeah. We know that but i still i respect the fact that they're going into territories you wouldn't expect them to they're they're trying
2: yeah. well, I, agree I, I, I totally that. agree with you but they should have really run with it they didn't run with it they did it to say they did it but they didn't do it they to weren't, really, I mean, they weren't serious about it but if they, they were saying
1: so weren't expecting them to sell more than 1600 bikes 400 to 1600 live wires that's What's what that? they were expecting to sell
6: it's overpriced but it's a good bike
0: yeah but hold on when you say when, when you said analysts were expecting them to sell between 400 and 1600 live wires yeah total that's insane. I mean, that number is so small. That's like a Jesse James number. That's an Orange yeah, County yeah How many
6: Arch motorcycles are sold every exactly.
0: You year? Exactly. It's could a boutique build, bike. Yeah. You could build a boutique bike. You could build a, mm-hmm. a, a niche market bike by hand and build a thousand of them. You could build 600 of them. Shit. You don't need that many to get homologation in some classes. So when you think about 400 units to 1600 units, when when the cost of ramping up a model, the cost of ramping up something that's a clean sheet bike.
1: With se- here we go. With sales at home and abroad continuing to fall, it's next generation motorcycle mired in delays and prospects for future growth still cloudy, It seems clear Harvey Davidson needs to become a much more smaller company before it can hope to grow again.
6: Okay, but hold on. Phil, what's the leading electric motorcycle company in the world?
0: Zero, without a doubt. How
6: long have they been around?
0: Over, well, 14 years.
6: How many years have they made profit?
0: Uh, Three years. Yeah, right. Three or four years. Yeah, that's exactly it. And you do have to do that. And it's funny because, yeah, we are aware that people still spit and piss and shit all over zero for like, if you read the cycle world review, they're like, oh, the switch gear didn't feel up to the quality of the Harley Davidson switch gear and all this different stuff. And it's realistically, we, I ride them every day. They're really fucking good bikes. And the the thing is that, that can't that can't rescue no matter how good the live wire is that can't rescue all of harley davidson and that's like somebody saying like no this one really good lifeboat is going to save the titanic um if you don't hit the fucking iceberg you save the titanic
6: yeah, but where's, where's all the t-shirt sales now
0: yeah <laughs> well i don't i haven't seen anybody wearing a live wire t-shirt yet
1: Harley Davidson's live wire has so far been a flop.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but
6: so was the first 10 years of zeros. I mean, you got to pay your dues. The market isn't ready yet. Yeah. But they're making a play. Well,
0: and and I do think that – Right now in a COVID economy, in a COVID economy, it's very strange what bikes are going to sell and what bikes aren't going to sell. I'm going to put in the argument, a typical Cleveland argument that's bullshit is like bikes under 10,000 are going to be valuable and desirable and bikes that are over that are not going to be.
1: A live wire, a live wire is $29,799. A Chevy Volt is $33,520. Ooh, so you're coming is. in at a, about the price of a fucking Chevy Volt.
6: Well, whatever happened to the K-pipe?
0: Um, it died due to lack of interest.
6: It, did it have the right price point?
0: Uh, the price point was good. The performance was bullshit. <laughs> the K-pipe was one of those things that if you worked really, really super duper, super duper hard, you might be able to make it wheelie. I mean,
6: I'm wondering if the next five years right. is now the market's ready for the K pipe.
0: Yeah, I think that I think that shit like
4: yeah, the TNT and all the other stuff like right that's right. what's happening. Like right. that's why all these little bits oh. are floating. You know, yeah, but the spade,
0: didn't the spade replace it? The spade, no. They, well, they didn't necessarily replace it. They're in parallel. The only reason that you see spades and you don't see K pipes is because nobody's buying my K pipes and people are buying my spades. So we just stopped carrying them because nobody was fucking buying K pipes. So we do still sell the, you know, we still sell, sell spades. um, But nobody wants a K pipe. And honestly, I don't blame them because a spade is way more fun than a K pipe. Right, I
6: want, right. I wanted it to succeed. I, I wanted it to.
0: Well, we all felt that way about the Madass, too. And the Madass <laughs> started really good. Yeah. The Madass started great, and then it just laid a giant turd in the pool. And so that's kind of why it failed.
6: But that's a big question with uh, everything that's happening now. Um, with sales down, with the economy that's going to go down, are we now going to be ready for the small bike market? People Are people going to be replacing cars with small displacement affordable bikes now not in Cleveland
0: because no. gas is cheaper than shit and it still rains and snows here yeah. 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 it's a six month out of the year vehicle and I do see this as an opportunity and I've seen it before in 2009 when the Where gas price, go? Yeah, he's a, when the gas prices got real I cheap I piss in my backyard nice good job um, when the gas prices got real cheap, SUV sales and all that crap went up again. And that's the way the Midwest tends to respond to that situation is you'll see Ford dealers and Chevy dealers giving like 0% financing for five years on a, you know, a Hummer H3 kind of thing. You know?
6: I have to admit, I have been sizing the bike shed to see how many barrels I can fit in there. <laughs> like I just want to stash. I think I can bet about, get about twelve barrels in there. Just stash them. Just
0: stash a whole lot of gas. Yeah. <laughs> no,
6: the oil—they're giving it away for free.
0: <laughs> They'll pay
6: you to take it. They, you know, they,
0: apparently, right? The uh, it is a very—it's like it's a very strange thing, and it's not motivation. Like, if gas was—if gas was two hundred dollars a gallon. It wouldn't change the way that I ride motorcycles or do what I do because it's a passion thing. So if gas was 30 cents a gallon, I wouldn't be inclined to buy a giant vehicle that got one mile per gallon. Um, it's, motorcycling is a passion thing. So that's, that's going to be sort of independent of the gas prices for most mar- motorcyclists.
6: Is Steve cold or just tripping balls? <laughs> my,
0: my
2: basement is about 45 degrees. So both. No, it's just <laughs> cold.
3: Okay. Cold and it's spot. Basement
2: <laughs>
5: basement in basement. Cold State New York. And it's very sunny down there too.
2: <laughs> My eyes <laughs> are all red. Hey, boys. you know what? I work with UV all day. And I wear sunglasses all the time because my eyes, I mean, I have pre-cataracts and all this other shit from working with ultraviolet radiation.
1: So that's UVC, right? I don't know
2: what the fuck it is. It's 254 nanometers. It's UVC because
0: you can see it.
2: I'm so
6: sorry you're cold there. <laughs>
2: I'm not cold, really, but I always wear a coat in the basement. it oh.
6: is here!
2: Oh, <laughs> oh, the sun—it's blinding.
0: Oh my God, Liza! is, is literally—I'm
2: not going to cower under the bus. <laughs> Liza
0: is Liza is chiming in from one of the moons of Endor. <laughs>
2: You know what? My daughter sends me videos like that every fucking day, so I could take.
0: it. I'll pay you one hundred dollars for an e-walk hide.
2: She Ewok. almost came to see you too. She to, I know. She to Santa Cruz. She wanted to visit you, and you said that the place was clean. your garage was closed, and it's too bad because she really, really wanted to meet you.
0: She could swing by.
6: Yeah. Well, garage was closed, but I'm still working, so. Uh, yeah wasn't really much going on and we are kind of still locked I mean people take lockdown seriously here so seriously did you hear about the people who decided to go surfing no No. (laughs) well shark had another thing to say about that
0: oh get the fuck out of here
6: We've had two shark attacks in the last month. <laughs> Every time they like they close the beaches, and then they finally go, like, "Okay, we'll let the surfers go in." But this <laughs> one, a couple days ago, got killed. So,
0: so wait a second. So Mother be- Nature's like, "Fuck you!" So, because there's no surfers. Or lack of surfers. It makes the few surfers that are out there more attractive to the sharks. Sharks?
6: Yeah, well, you know, the bears are in Yosemite. Like, I hear that nature is just taking over. It's coming right back. Well, Well, the sharks are
4: really hungry right now. Not enough people to scare them away. That's (laughs) good. There's nobody at the beach. They're all like, oh, we can go up to the beach now and eat these fish. And then there's a freaking fish doing a hang ten.
3: (laughs) You
0: know what? It's funny. This seal tastes a lot like wetsuit. Yeah. I did oh, see this the so, on this Hougas rubber shit. killed
3: everything.
2: <laughs> <Hougas> <laughs> was killed off the Pacific Ocean so now there's only people leave. <laughs> oh
1: my God man you know I'm what I thought run, our, uh, I'm gonna run a bottle rocket service where I go out in a boat and shoot bottle rockets in the water to keep the sharks away. How about that? Away?
0: yeah huh. I thought the deer and raccoons were getting aggressive in my backyard but clearly it's nothing on the fucking sharks in Santa Cruz
3: <laughs> 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 Have I you been nibbled by a raccoon? Ever.
0: I would show. No, but they set off my motion sensor lights all the time, and, and they drive the cats crazy. <laughs> what so, are our raccoons? Yeah. Wow. Our raccoons, our raccoons now are the Is size. Is one right
2: behind your head? Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I have one exactly like that. No, the other way.
0: The toaster? Hold on. I'm trying. Okay.
2: <laughs> they one right above your head right now.
0: Right. Oh, yeah, the one with the little Art Deco windows? Yeah. 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 Her father, Let's I think, that. has about 400 toasters. Yeah. That whole attic is nothing but toasters. He's
1: toasted. Yeah.
0: He has yeah. He did something. Yeah. Come back, help. Yeah. It's one of those things That's that it, it makes you, he's a very well balanced person despite clear mental illness.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: what are you going to start collecting? I don't know. Blenders. <laughs> no, it's the, to-
2: only, it's the only toaster I have. Look at that. Oh, shit. Hey, you do have
0: it. <laughs> One of those. I wouldn't suit you. <laughs> You're my favorite third. I sure so <laughs> am not. Hey, nice. Did you guys? Hey, Smith he- here.
4: Did you guys see Ave review the uh, five hundred dollar Mitsubishi toaster? I
1: did. That was that was quality entertainment right there. It was quality entertainment. Hi, Miss like, yeah. Smith. How are you this evening?
6: I am great. How are you? Guys? She's real.
3: I am. I'm kidding. a
1: good looking picture from that that window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God! You're so much easier on the eyes than Chris is. Than Chris is. <laughs> You know what? It's, right. hard to,
3: you. it's
0: hard to look at Chris. You
3: know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's my little cuddle bear. He's, he's yeah. pretty rad. We like Chris a lot. So, oh, yeah.
1: good.
6: so <laughs> Phil, when are you coming out here again? And will you tell me before you do?
0: Well, I thought it'd be more fun. It was a surprise last <laughs> time and it turns out all I got was COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was actually well, there for two. you guys know about that? Have you talked with her about that? No, I haven't. No. Oh, okay, but it was probably that very weekend that I ended up getting exposed.
3: <laughs>
0: so usually, other people get exposed by me. So. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you,
6: you you really think you had COVID?
0: Well, uh, the government thinks so. So, I did a I did a I participated in a study by the Veterans Administration, and uh, we've got. The good news is I don't have COVID. The, the better news, I guess, is I have antibodies. So I have antigens.
6: I'm going to blame the airport.
0: Yes, exactly. Right. It's probably the airport. <laughs> that airport was a shit show. So I
6: mean, I mean, look at Santa Clara County. Yeah, that, that mean, airport,
0: that-, that airport was a shit show. Despite, I mean, there there were a lot of people at the zero training thing. There were a lot of people there from different countries and stuff. But you're right, that airport was a fucking gaggle fuck. So yeah. um,
6: and I mean, I I haven't been tracking. Um, Ohio, but you guys are in Ohio. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how bad it is in Cleveland, but, you know, we take the, the stay shelter. Like, it came down early. Mm-hmm. We've been following it. And here in Santa Cruz, we currently have, I think, 28 yeah. positive people. That's it.
0: Yeah, we, Two don't. we have a lot of positive people. Yeah, yeah, we, oh, no, we no.
6: don't, but we are still in lockdown taking it seriously. Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure that the population of the state of Ohio and the population of the county you live in are probably almost identical. So the, uh, because California <laughs> is an extremely populous state and you happen to live in an extremely populous portion of California. So, yeah, it's a really um, it's a weird thing for us uh, yeah, I would love, don't get me wrong, I would absolutely love to be in Santa Cruz right now, but that would mean getting on an airplane.
6: Yeah, and that's the point. Uh, Santa Clara County, where the airport is, yeah. uh, 2,200 positive right now. Right, Santa Cruz, where I am, just right over the hill, 27 right now. Right,
0: exactly. So, yeah.
3: Ohio it's a fucking
0: banana slugs It it
2: away. How many states? 26,000 with... Uh... Nineteen hundred deaths. So the state deaths. or the county? That's the whole. That's the whole state. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are way down there, though. For such a, I mean, California doing really well.
6: Yeah, but that's all SoCal. So and Santa we, we don't talk Cruz, to them.
0: Yeah, and Santa Cruz is a place where people will play by the rules, and if you're not wearing a mask, you'll probably get shamed pretty hard. So.
6: What county are you in? Cuyahoga. Oh, yeah, it's not looking good.
0: We don't report uh, differently. So the state reports and then Cuyahoga County reports separately. So, so
6: you uh, have 162 deaths. We've had two de- two. Yeah. yeah, a little
4: Dude. different. Give yeah, it a couple weeks. We just reopened a bunch of shit, so let's see
1: what happens in about two weeks. Yeah, my buddy, uh, my buddy Eric was like last week. He was like, "This is fucking bullshit. The COVID's nothing. I only got ten patients in the COVID ward. You know, right. he's like, they're not even giving out overtime anymore. And it, you know, now I'm getting a text message for up from him. COVID's fucking kicking my ass. We got a fucking bunch of people, and then I texted the back to him. I text back to him the same thing he said to me. He's like, "Well, we got to get the economy started." And he's like, "Fuck yeah, we do. I need the overtime." <laughs>
3: Where's that at? <clears throat> Leave him-
1: here.
6: We got a little bit of a competition going here. We're keeping score. So it's COVID two, shark one.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> shark
1: one. <laughs> we
0: need some fucking
1: sharks. <laughs> shark wear a mask. That's I don't know. We get freshwater sharks in Lake Erie. I think,
3: look
0: at, dude, we better start counting something else like, like accidental gunfire or something because we don't have any sharks. So. No. <laughs> How about sharks? What about
3: <laughs> murder <laughs> hornets? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, murder hornets. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we don't have sharks. We don't have any insects that can kill you. We just have each other, and that's all the challenge we need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> The most dangerous thing in Cleveland is apparently Clevelanders.
1: Yeah, like the outsiders. I get, get us monetized. <laughs> oh, look, look at that stinger.
3: <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that a healthy that? stinger.
6: Hey, I hate to do this to you, but I just got a message from my parents. They hit a button on the TV and can't figure out how to get the volume back on. So, I, I, gotta go. I
0: get I get these.
6: I this is my life now. By we're the way, we're going to wrap this
0: up, guys. I think that's all the podcast <laughs> we can handle, unless anyone else has any breaking news, Mrs. Smith.
6: Well, I think it's good that you have antibodies there, uh, Phil.
0: That's a good thing. I got uncle bodies and antibodies. There you
6: go. Well, yeah.
0: perfect. <laughs> uh, so you guys, I think we should all ride fast and take chances. Play us out, Johnny Maclefresh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Perfect.
3: laughs>